Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week, we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayon. I'm Robin. <laughs> well, I'm not Robin. Um, and we're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today, we are discussing chapter 22 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, St. Mungo's Hospital for Magical Maladies and Injuries. Um, joining us today with her feelings is also not Robin. It's Connie. <laughs> Hi, not Robin here, ready to bring. Who invited her? You did. This chapter, the next chapter is just. You're asking that like. Well, not Robin. Excuse you. Excuse you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready to bring the feelings, guys. This chapter, next chapter, are feelings full, and I actually thought this was next chapter because man, will I have feelings about the next one? But this one, I can provide an ample amount. I mean, any chapter, really, but an ample amount of feelings are to be had. Anyone jumping in, if you've listened to the past few episodes and wonder who Connie is and why Robin yells at Connie all the time, that's me. We gave Connie, like, an open open invitation whenever she wants to join a chapter because, you know, she's cousin (laughs) and we always have really good conversations when she's on the podcast. Um, We can, like, guarantee good, a good quality episode. But then I like just too many feelings. When before we started that, it was like Look, we we I, had I like a couple of episodes, blah blah blah. And then I was like, wait a second. Every time Connie comes on, I have to like take a nap afterwards. Like it's just too much. Everything is terrible. <laughs> so can I rescind this open invite? I don't know. No. Especially because as the books get deeper and deeper well. to these books, it's just gonna get worse. <laughs> You can come on. But like it wasn't really it wasn't just an open invite. It wasn't just an open invite. <laughs> Don't I'm not allowed back for another like year and a half. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, has, we have, we have trust. That's how he's about that too. <laughs> it's kind uh, of it's 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 what happens. Can't get rid of the feelings. Um, but we could try. But before we get there. Um, we happens. have some announcements and reminders. We no. would like this podcast to be interactive and would like to know your thoughts. So tweet along with us. Um, it actually doesn't and say feelings. feelings the agenda, so. It doesn't Ooh. say feelings. I've said this to her like a thousand times. <laughs> we want to know your thoughts. <laughs> we have feelings. Well, then it you need to change earlier. the it description of the okay, podcast. Anyway, tweet along oh, with us. Use the hashtag wizard team on Twitter. Let us know your thoughts. Let Connie know your feelings. Keep your feelings to yourself. Love our blog. Yeah. Love Wizard Team. Have a few extra galleons <laughs> lying around. Donate to Black Girls Create. You can become a Patroni or send us a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org slash donate. Last week, we like put the rumors to rest and it's Patronuses. But then we also said, fuck that noise. We do what we want. So it's back to being Patroni. Accurate. I feel like that works because Patronus is, is the physical, magical, whatever, and then Patroni is people. So it's two different definitions anyway, Boom. so the plural obviously makes sense to be different. All right. Um, with a team That's merch. my logic. It's the holidays, or about to be the holidays. Give your mama a Black Wizards of um, 
The Wizarding World t-shirt. She might not know what that is. Oh, well, it's cute. Be like, Baby, it's fine. What, what, who are these names on my shirt? Who, who, who this? It's a great historical <laughs> people that brought value to our world. Yeah. And get, our, get your mama a black girl's cr- cr- a create a sweatshirt with our shirt or whatever with just like our logo on it. Like, you know, your mama be popping. We be popping. Pop together. Pop, pop. You see how I did that? I appreciate that. If your mom likes mugs or your dad or your sibling or whoever, it doesn't have to be your mom. Okay, My mom likes mugs. We got her a wizard team mug once. I'm just saying. Sometimes, you know. We did. There's lots of, there's lots of options. Step up your fashion. I was supposed to get my mom something and I totally forgot. Well, you should do that. Um, Step up your nerd fashion and stationary game. Step up your mama's nerd fashion and stationary game. Your cousin, your brother, your sister. Everybody. Your daddy. Everybody get nerd fashion and stationary game. Your cousin Pookie, step up his game. Mm -hmm. Cousin Pookie always get left out. You know he wants a Serafina taught me shirt. You know he does. Might as well just get it for him now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Petronas fuel, 100%. It's the holidays. Turn up. Um, also, if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, rate and review us on iTunes and all the other places where you can get, where you listen to Wizard Team. Yeah. Yes. And subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter created by Wizard Bay Deb with nerd news and links to what's been going on. You can also do that at our website, blackgirlscreate.org. And now for Wizard Team News. Oh God. I'm starting with the bad news and then I put a good <laughs> I put a good news one after. I was like debating. I was like, should I put it first? And I was like, no. Let's get through the bad news first. No. And then we can get to the kind of good news. Well, I mean it's good. <sighs> it depends on how much you care. So let's just let's just dive mm-hmm. in. Um, J.K. Rowling mm-hmm. finally came out with a statement regarding Johnny Depp's casting, and it was not mm-hmm. great. Um, we don't need to read the whole thing, but we can. I want to like it's it's long, and I'm sure since you're listening to this podcast, you've already seen it um, and heard us ranting about it, and your other Potterhead Probably. friends ranting about it. But I do want to point out two sections of this, which is. Naturally consider the possibility of recasting. I understand why some have been confused and angry about why that didn't happen. Based on our understanding of the circumstances, the filmmakers and I, and this is from JK Rowling's voice, the filmmakers and I are not only comfortable sticking with our original casting, but genuinely happy to have Johnny playing a major character in the movies. And finally, the other thing I want to point out I will accept that there will be those who are not satisfied with our choice of actor in the title role. However, conscience isn't governable by committee. Within the fictional world and outside of it, we all have to do what we believe to be the right thing. So basically she said, she said a lot of words to say nothing. Mm -hmm. And also, fuck your feelings. Fuck Mm -hmm. what you think. We do what we want. Because you're going to give us your money anyway. Mm-hmm. And there is such a thing as, like, and conscience Basically, is governable, yes. governable by committee that's because point. that's how morals and society yep. works. Oh, remember how she wrote Harry's mm-hmm. conscience sounds like Hermione? Maybe because Harry's conscience is governed by committee. 
You have people telling you, hey, maybe you want to rethink that thing. Have you thought this through? Hey, that's what empathy is. Put yourself in someone else's perspective. It's committee. No, she said, I'm the king and I can do also, whatever I want. And then she broke out into a musical number with yes. the hyenas um, yeah. in the... Yeah. I just can't. No, 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 no. That's a scar. You're calling yeah. it a scar. No, thank you, Connie. Sorry. Be yes. prepared. Thank you. Thank you, Connie. Um, I also have like another thing to say, and then I'll let you. Go, and then gotcha. I'm gonna shut up because I could rant about this forever because like it's been messing with me. Like it literally messed with my health. On was it Friday or Thursday? I don't think that's like, true. I woke you up were to sick it for two weeks before that. And no, it was, it's, it's it's. I know, but I was getting I, better. Okay, I'm just. And then I, I woke think up. That was to this. I get you being. And then upset, I couldn't sleep because of it. You were. <laughs> it was like in my head, and I was like, "I'm ready to go to sleep. Why am I still thinking about this bullshit?" Um. Anyway, I want to say like two other things about it. So not only is this trash in the face of like conscience is a governable cut by committee and like the values of the wizarding world and the fact that he just does not uphold those values that like Potterheads in general and the wizarding world and these like original books subscribe to and taught us some of us, but he's, he's not a great actor. There's that. Um, he, he doesn't bring any like financial upside to his casting. So business wise, this don't make sense. And not that he's not a great actor. He was at one point a great actor, and his recent movies have shown that he has lost whatever that it thing is, possibly because he's out of control. And and then the and finally, um, Kevin Spacey was in a movie, and Ridley Scott l- literally after the Kevin Spacey thing stopped, like cut him out of the movie, and it's supposed to come out in like a month. So he did. So yeah, less than a month now. They, mm-hmm. And I think Golden Globe noms came out today, and I think the guy who replaced Christopher Plummer, nominated I think him? he might have gotten a Golden See? Globe nomination. <laughs> I will I'm say that. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I think that the recasting Damn. was <laughs> right. I will say, in, in the case of this one movie, <laughs> that Ridley Scott originally wanted Christopher Plummer, and then like the people that be are like, oh, you need a more relevant actor or something, and then they got Kevin Spacey. So he did get to go with his original choice. Um, which, like, let's just go back to Colin Farrell. Let's just go back to Colin Farrell! I can totally see young, hot, hot Dumbledore going for Colin Farrell. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But so, so I just think yeah. that, like, on, on two sides, on the business side, three sides, on the business side, on the artistic side, and then on the moral side, there is no upside for, for keeping him. No, there's, I mean, there's I think, no I think, um, there are, there, positive. so the one thing I did want to point out is I think there's a legal side to it. Um, I think some of like, we do. Yeah, yes, like absolutely. what, like what you were saying because is that, she said like, a lot how of it does, like her whole statement, coaching, it's like, it's not. It, Super long. It's just too long for us to read on this podcast. Um, it doesn't really say a lot other than like he's gonna stay. We thought about it. We're cool with staying, and I'm gonna do whatever I want. But really, also like in the tweet that she sent out, she's like, "I'm saying what mm-hmm. I can say about the casting, right?" Like she's saying, like she's still kind of like hedging her. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, or just kind of like putting a cushion about yes, her words, I right? And I think highly part of it is that. Hold on. 
I think that, so I think that that's part of it. I don't think that that's necessarily an excuse. I don't know one, obviously I don't know what that contract looks like. Um, I don't, they still made a choice um, because as you mentioned before, right. like there is precedent for people um, pulling out of certain contracts and saying like, actually not, highly, I'm going to not highly do this. And so questionable I think, that there isn't a morality clause in these types well, of contracts yeah, or and, behavioral clause. Sure. And I'm, and that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm not sure that that's a hundred percent like true, right? Like again, right. We, we haven't seen the contract. We don't know what was in it. We, you know, he was announced We're very, yeah. Like he's, and another thing is that like, he's been obviously like this is coming up and she feels like she has to make a statement now because of all the other things that have been going on in Hollywood and in politics and pretty much everywhere. Um, but we knew about Johnny Depp when they announced Johnny Depp. So <laughs> that's been at least a year. Um, and so I think that like it's been that longer point, than a year. We may not have known about Johnny Depp when they cast him, and I think she well, does no, no, say no, no, that. No. In her, I know that, but what I'm saying is that yeah, yeah, they may not have known when they cast him, but they did know before they announced him, and that gives you plenty of time to be like, mm, whoop, let's not let's bring that back. Nobody knows yet. So how about hey, Colin? You want to just go ahead and fill this young role, renew your contract for however the fuck long it's going to take to make five movies. Um, so I think that there were other moments where it was possible and it was like <laughs> probably much easier than it would be now when he's like in all the promotion open material. Not to say that they still shouldn't like take it back. Um, so it's like one of those things where it's all trash and it's going to keep being trash on top of the fact that no one asked for Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> There are no yeah, Fantastic Beasts think, in this goddamn movie no, anymore. No, it's a prequel to a thing that we were told is not a prequel. So it's just it's a lot. It's already it a, a lot of things that we didn't necessarily ask for, yeah. and then on top of it, there's like this. Here's fire on top of the pile of garbage. That's what it is. Yeah, I think when we remember the legal aspect of it, I think that, and I agree with everything we've said about not being an excuse. But as we were also saying, it's um, reasoning. Joe clearly coached it in like words so i think that there's also the legalese of whatever happened between johnny depp and amber heard like i think that they put out a joint statement or whatever and obviously amber heard clapped back with a quickness she was like this is what our statement said and she didn't say at joe but she was like just to be clear this is what our statement said stay strong ladies or whatever her like that's the paraphrasing her statement so but i think that there are reasons why neither of them have really been able to talk about it right like but there are still reasons why no one's been able to they neither of them have actually like spoken about it and i think that that's part of why joe's like this is all i can say about it but again i agree that like what like contracts have been broken before etc 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 and i think it's weird like she's i just don't understand like as you were saying robin like the 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 financial aspects of it like johnny depp one isn't necessarily the money draw that they're looking for first of all it's the whole universe just in general like you're just gonna get the money but also like the fact that she's doubled down on this decision means that people like us are gonna consciously decide not to spend our money on this on this product so it's just like it was a terrible call because the thing i've been thinking about a lot is that i like there are tons of things out there that are super um like polarizing 
politics, all that jazz, and like even with issues of like sexual assault and abuse, you always see those those stupid people who are like, well, what was she wearing, or or we don't know the situation, or how drunk were they, or he was he it was a long time ago. Like there are always excuses. But the thing that I haven't seen with this Johnny Depp thing is anyone defend it, but the creators like i haven't seen any fans of this series say well no what uh, you know what maybe I've, we should have Jack Jump in this movie a he's a great actor them, like they're it, it, very it's, it's very few so it's like the the the, and the population of the that like for anything else that i've seen i'm just saying <laughs> sure right but like even with like the decision to remove kevin spacey from everything that he's done and he's obviously like hurt more people in a more obvious way like honestly we don't know what else johnny depp has hidden um but and, I, and i'm a little concerned mm-hmm. that like they doubled down on this decision and then I'm more stuff gonna come sure out it, because there that's is an neither open, here nor there and i will sip my tea there's like an open thing <laughs> in hollywood about his behavior that he is out of control. Like, right. so, alcohol, I think drugs, that, out of control. Which, think that not a lot more about yeah, the abuse, yeah. but yeah. it's in there, I'm sure. <laughs> but, like, oh, that's what I was saying, is that, like, both of these open secrets, whatever, but there were still people caping for Kevin Spacey and, like, blaming people, you know, the people who came out against him for why House of Cards is down or whatever, whatever. But, like, there's been significantly less of that from what I've noticed from, like, the, the Potter fandom and stuff. So it's just interesting that, like, she's choosing to double down on this decision, but, like, there is so little fan support for it. And it's just... It, it it's ruining I mean, her brand and like every time she says something good and like claps back against Trump or whatever she does like she always takes two steps back and this is just the latest thing and it might be the breaking point for a lot of fans who are women a lot of fans of color who are just like look I've seen a lot of people you know there are plenty of people who are like Joe you know and her white privilege and she doesn't really see Things like in the past, people have been talking about how she doesn't really see things the way that she should. But like, this is one, especially during this time when so many things are coming out all over the place. Um, uh, it's just like, why is this the hill you want to die on? Because I think which you're is dying. Um, <laughs> like, shout out I think to her brand Proma, is dying with this decision. A former uh, podcast guest, and we'll be back on the podcast. Had this great tweet about it's such a random and stupid hill for jk rowling mm-hmm. and david yates to die on it's it's a, yeah. it's of all the things to like stick your flag in to stake your flag in this one is not it's just i mean i'm gonna i, I said it in slack back when david yates because i don't think we talked about it on the podcast when david yates um <laughs> uh, talked Here about like came out in support of johnny depp but i mean he came on in the order of the phoenix movie so i he's it's not surprising to me because he created that garbage <laughs> right. fire so i just feel like that's what he excels at and yeah and then we need to point out what portia said in the chat room yeah. which is like amazingly brilliant but she just said that conscience is not governable by committee sounds a lot like progress for progress's sake and that she's becoming her own nemesis dolores umbridge which is um, and we've just read, you know, <laughs> we really just got off of that chapter of, um, progress for progress's sake should be discouraged. And I, I do 
my brain exploded when Portia says that because I do think there is this this <laughs> kind of thing in comedy, which is like comedians, stand up comedians get like seven years from the time that they hit it big. And rappers, I think, too, have this kind of thing, like from the time that they actually like make it and hit it like big and become well known to where they become completely irrelevant because the things that they're rapping about or speaking about um and this is not in all cases obviously and then the things that they are creating jokes about are no longer relevant to them so when you think about like the stuff that eddie murphy for example was doing in like raw and his first things and like those do not age well guys at all Mm -mm. though they don't age well Mm -mm. but like he's so far (laughs) removed from that reality and that's like what his comedy a lot of his comedy was based on is like the inner city coming from like nothing you know what i mean like a lot of those things. He's so far removed from that. He hasn't had anyone like speak to him on that level in so long that like he cannot tap into that like core of his comedy. And I think we're getting there with JK Rowling, which is that she's so far removed from the person she was when she wrote these original books and so far removed from that hardship, that heartbreak, um, the things that got her to think about dementors and abuse She's so far removed from that that she can no longer connect to people who might be going through that anymore. And she can no longer connect to what is at the heart of these books. And I mean, Bayana wrote something and like, if you've been in classes or whatever, you'll see it over and over and over again, you know, like authorship who owns things and she doesn't own the wizarding world. She can, trademark it to death uh warner brothers can like like clap down on every fan created thing but they don't own this world and they don't get to decide who we accept and who we don't accept in it so what we do as fans is decide i don't accept johnny depp so you're not getting my money because that's what will actually get them to listen to us i mean you know i'm gonna be hitting up my local and or digital movie man and that's what it's gonna be i mean because for the like we'll most likely unless right i mean the we'll homie see. on the train we have to talk about it we'll most likely still review it but i am not all about giving her my money in that way i think there are other ways like, where like i'm still giving yeah. like i have on this little harry potter like little sweater thing right now that i just bought <laughs> because i was like I need it. And so I think there are other ways to give her money that <laughs> don't include also supporting Johnny Depp. Um, and, you right. know, I think baby steps, baby protests. And that decision. Eventually right. we'll have weaned yeah. ourselves all the way off and then boom. Better hope that right. doesn't happen because then those people like, end, But, you know. <laughs> but, I, I mean, not, but we, again, I go back to not wean ourselves off of the world. It's ours. No, but yeah. But wean ourselves off of, of giving them yeah. our money. But Having, I mean, you don't need the official <laughs> wand. Go get you that, what was it? Harmony Banger from Chogboards. <laughs> Go get you that. You know what I mean? Like start, let's start rocking Chogboards. I'm good yeah. with it. Like, you know, and one of the things that like initially got to me was um, Whimsic Alley, which is this, or was this amazing store in um, Los Angeles. It was a fan store. It was, it popped up really early on before they had the Wizarding World, before they had all this stuff. They sold, like, nice handmade cloaks, like, handcrafted cloaks. And they and Warner Brothers kept suing them. They don't exist anymore. And, like, 
there are Etsy stores, there are a bunch of yeah. things, and, like, uh, someone talked about this with in regards to Coco from Pixar, which was, like, they cannot trademark and, you know, like, pick, if you think about, like, Coco, they're gonna be having a bunch of, like, official merchant licensed merchandise and toys and everything that's gonna be made to look like authentic Mexican I mean, no, that was a, that was a thing that came stuff. up a couple years ago, like, when they first announced well, that they were they doing it, and they were going to trademark Day of the Dead. Yeah. And everybody was right. like, um, and they were like, no. <laughs> no. It's not right, a thing but that you like, can do. You're going to have all of these, like, official <laughs> Coco things, right, that are going to probably be made in China. Mm-hmm. Like, go buy the Coco, like, shirts and whatever from your local like mexican american people on go the street go to the flea market support coco coco didn't do nothing go to the flea market coco didn't do nothing let's support coco i'm just saying like folks. go like coco give, give coco back locally do none of us. but like <laughs> also that's give back locally and also like put, in the joe like, situation yes people that are making authentic things because yeah okay it's not authentic coco stuff but it's authentic mexican american like history dios de las muertes like I can't say that word. Oaxacan? Mm-hmm. Is it Oaxacan? Um, is that the right tribe, though? I, or not tribe, but, like, right culture? Well, I don't sure, know. Because I haven't um, seen it, so. But, um, you haven't, I'm going to pull, I'm going to have to, you no, haven't seen I, Coco? I haven't seen it because Sorry. I'm going <laughs> to wait for her to take me. That's, you know, that's why. Right. Right. Um, but anyway, so, like, but there are a lot, like, yes, it's not, the official Pixar stamp stuff, but it's actually more authentic than the official Pixar stamp stuff would be. Same goes for like your local Etsy shops, your people carving actual wands themselves. And like, yes, they get the idea from Harry Potter, but like it's more authentic. It doesn't go to Johnny Depp. Yep. Yeah. Keep your money from Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't seen Fantastic Beasts. So there's no real reason for me to go see Fantastic Beasts too. So. And where the Fantastic uh, Damn Beasts? And I, I mean, didn't need. And sorry. I didn't need one of them. Is is the obscurest? So we'll see. Um, we should move on. Speaking of, we should. We should, but um, I also mm-hmm. just didn't need magical guy oh, theory. I just really don't want to like that. Like it's also, it's not just. It just is not. It's not just the whole, like, actual, very serious, abusive, possibly drug-addled Johnny Depp. It's also whatever they did to Bruh. his face. Like, young, do Bruh. you see Jude Law's young Dumbledore? I'm, that's why, why I'm want here. That? I just don't it's understand the stunt that also, Jude Law brought to Dumbledore. And that's the man also, he though, wants? Like, they are ostensibly the same age. On, in the same age. They, <laughs> they check the same box. Jude Law and Johnny Depp. And, like, look at them. Like, that... I'm just, just here for bearded Jude Law. <laughs> Jude Law has been some doing maybe doing if I much do better. Go to the movie, I'll get a shirt yeah. that says that. Yeah, yeah. I'm here for bearded yeah, Jude that's Law. It. I'm just here so I don't. I'm, just, I'm really gonna walk around like yeah, I'm just. So I don't get fined. I know. Whenever we talk about obviously, it at LeakyCon, I'm just. I'm just put that in your shop. Somebody's gonna ask a question in the panel. Yeah, like thank you for asking. I don't get fined. Be great. Yeah. So obviously, in your nerd stationery game, uh, in the shop, the w- black we black and nerd shop, uh, black girls create just, shop. You I'm need to make that. I'm just here for beauty awesome. law. Get to, design. Get to working on that. Yeah. Gonna work on that. Okay. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of yeah, giving, write that down. Um, write that down. Harry Potter slash J.K. Okay. Rowling slash authentic 
Potter fans, you're many. Um, the first five Harry Potter soundtracks, movie soundtracks, are on vinyl. So, you know. Why yeah. do you need that? I love vinyl. I love it. I still buy vinyl. I'd get like, well, I don't have vinyl because I don't have a record player. But, you know, that's a thing. If you want to get that, you know what I'm saying? Like, get some Hedwig's theme, just real. I mean, it's cool. I mean, after we went on this rant, it's a little less cool but <laughs> yeah i mean that's like why i was, the, I was, I was, I was okay. whether to put it at the top or the bottom because i was like uh yeah whatever. well here we go here's some here's some it's actual fine. good news oh boy magical birthdays no oh, it's, no it's, my baby charlie yeah oh. my baby charlie's birthday charlie <laughs> weasley mm-hmm that's all I it's his okay. birthday. Let's all celebrate. Let's get happy. Let's dance. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Me and Charlie, we've been going strong. We've been going together for a long time. Why did you all of a sudden turn into like some nineties <laughs> rapper? Like I don't understand. You turned into Diddy all of a sudden. What is happening? My bad. Brother diddy, diddy, love, diddy. Which is can't a thing we didn't talk about. Yeah. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. It's nothing can't to do you with Harry see? Potter. Sometimes your words just hypnotize me. And I just love your dragon. He has like five oh, words in the entire series. And you're so pain. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> but if y'all go together, then why Fall he ain't helping his girl out? Baby. Uh huh. Yeah. I, mm, I don't okay. know. I don't, we're gonna I don't know. we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on to Saint Mungo's keep it, keep uh, Charlie's birthday. Maladies and injuries. Keep rolling. Um, happy birthday to Charlie. And now we're gonna move on. Happy birthday, um, Charlie. Previously on Wizard Team, uh, a lot of things happened. There's a lot going on in like the span of maybe two days. Um, so Hagrid um, got inspected by Umbridge who instead of just using, um, you know, actual observation skills and, like, actually inspecting Hagrid, decided to be super racist and ableist um, toward him. Um, and then, she, uh, so after that, which, you know, we're pretty sure Hagrid at this point, he's not going to have this job for long, which he shouldn't have. But again, which Umbridge is, was reaching yes, it, and it was unnecessary. But he did give a good lesson. He gave a good lesson too. We learned about Thestrals. We learned that his Thestral, um, his Thestral lesson was on. Point. It was. We learned that um, people who can see Thestrals are people who have seen death. So um, Harry obviously is one of those people. Neville is one of those people, and then some Slytherin boy. We don't know who. Maybe it's Blaze. Let's say it's Blaze. Um, wait, that actually Let's, makes it. Yes, oh, so many lies. We're gonna we're gonna put it. He's seen his mother. He's seen his mother do some um, things. Also, Wizard Team News, um, Connie and I got really are really into Blaze of Meanie now, so <laughs> she's yeah, so that's just the thing that has happened in the past yeah. like week. Yeah. Yeah. T- just fake typing like that gif of, of Jim Carrey and yeah. typing in whatever movie now, that so is. Eventually. Um, it's Blaze. I'm we're gonna, we're gonna say it's Blaze. Okay. Moving on. Yeah. Um Yeah. Um shoot. Uh, the DA <laughs> Same. I so said I really it and like I was like, with oh, my heart. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, um, the DA, they had their last meeting before the holidays. Um, Harry waited around at the end. Well, Zachariah Smith was super pressed because they were just kind of reviewing the things that they've already learned, but you know, he'll get over it. Um, and then Harry at the end was like waiting around for Cho to kiss him, slash, just or like 
in quotes, wish him a Merry Christmas, but really he wanted to kiss her. Um, but then she was crying. And so then he started getting really confused and was like, am I a bad kisser? Does she hate me? I just wanted to say Merry Christmas and go home. Like basically he was just whining and shit. Um, he got all, all of his feelings. feelings. Meanwhile, Cho is grieving literally. Um, but they, he gets his kiss and then he goes back to his friends and Hermione has to um, kind of reconcile um, herself with the fact that this, these are the people who um, saved her from the troll and now she's stuck with them for life. <laughs> and I think she's having a moment of introspection and just trying to like look Poor back girl. at her life and her choices and figure out how she got to this moment. Um, but she's here and she's going to deal with it and work it out. Um, yeah, she's 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 has a she's good a strong loyal friend. It's like her, it's I think it's probably tied with her Slytherin side, um, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Loyalty's like Gryffindor too, though. So fierce, unabashing, unrelentless. It's just a lot. Yeah, aggressive just... loyalty is their problem. The Hufflepuff side of loyalty is a little like soother, like smoother, and like a little more chill. So that's Hermione's problem. She has the less chill side of the loyalty factor, and it's just like yeah. keeping her with these boys who just. Um, and then Harry has a dream that starts off as a silly dream, um, kind of thinking through like his insecurities and stuff, and all the stuff that just went down with Cho. And then all of a sudden, he's a snake. And he bites also, Mr. Weasley. The part about Dobby is adorable. Oh, yeah. And Dobby is um, the biggest Harry Potter stan. He's the founding member of the Harry Hive um, and wants to wish, every, wish everyone a very Harry Christmas. Um, and then Harry turned into a snake and he bit Mr. Weasley. So that's where we are. Yeah. It, 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 went, it turned, took a turn Yikes. real fast. It immediately went it from like. It took a turn. It got yeah, dark. Super real fast. fast. And now we're going to sit in there for the rest of this chapter. So let's do it. Um, so, St. Mungo's <laughs> Hospital for Magical Maladies and Injuries. Um, so Harry was relieved that McGonagall was taking him seriously about his dream, um, that he did not hesitate, but jumped out of bed at once, pulled on his dressing gown, and pushed his glasses onto his nose. Um, McGonagall tells Ron that he also should come with her, um, which is smart, right? Like, might as well. He's there. Something's going on with right. Mr. Weasley. Let's go down see Dumbledore. Um, so they go down um, and run into Mrs. Norris. McGonagall shoes her away because obviously she's a teacher. Why is Mrs. Norris like, why are you here? Mrs. Norris just shoots. <laughs> Probably. Oh! And then she backs her up. Maybe Mrs. Norris was just trying to kiki, was trying to be like, hey, girl, what's up? Oh, and she's like, not right now. Mrs. Norris, I got this. That's not what's happening. What's the tea? We'll get yeah, there. Yeah, what's the tea? You right, you right. But also, somebody write that fanfic <laughs> of Mrs. Norris, Crookshanks, and McGonagall just, like, having conversations. <laughs> I Clarissa! can just imagine. <laughs> yes. I can imagine Crookshanks and Mrs. Norris, just, like, working around know. a cat McGonagall and her being like, I don't have time for this shit. Get on my face. She got a fan club. Like, they like, what's up with you? <laughs> hey, girl. Like, no. What if, uh, is Crookshanks a dude? Yeah. What if Crookshanks is in like a little, like, Mrs. Norris really likes Crookshanks, but Alice? he's really feeling McGonagall, but McGonagall's like, I'm not a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> There's just like a whole like lovers triangle thing. And then Crookshanks, which is he can talk in the fire. She to want you. him. Him That's want her. That. Her, not a cat. No, it's worse than Runaways. It's worse than Runaways, Bayana. <laughs> that freaking love chain in Runaways. I was, man, but I, I caught up last week, and by the time I got it's to the latest episode, it's I was like, much. hold up. <laughs> I have not seen, I haven't finished the pilot. I was so excited for the show, and I was just like, so yeah. disgusted. No, I get, I get that because of the changes or whatever. This pilot. is a tangent, and we're here already, whatever, but like, Literally, by the end of the last episode that came out, I was like, wait, so he like, I was like, so she likes him, who likes her, who likes her, who likes him? Okay, this is a lot. And they're all different people. I was like, this is a, okay, I mean, <laughs> it's fine. Teenage years are, are messy. It's a lot. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. I'm here for it. It's fine. But it was Teenage melodrama. Hilarious. Okay, we're going to move on. Um, so yeah, so Mrs. Norris is there. Um, they get to Dumbledore's <laughs> office, and his password is Fizzing Wisby, which is great. Yeah, it is. That's I should true. use one of these passwords for my this. like actual passwords. I recently changed my <laughs> password on my. Yeah. It's like, oh, your password must not be a real word. Password. This password must not be a real word, and I'm just yeah. like, but all of them are real words. What do you want from me? So maybe I'll use a fizzing mm-hmm. wispy, which I won't now because I just said it on a podcast. We don't know for this what. Is be my password, I mean, but, I changed. Um, don't say a lot what <laughs> yeah. it is, but I changed Red my Red herring. I was going to say recently, but now at this point, it's December, so it's like eight months ago, and I mentioned it to Connie, and then she immediately <laughs> like spouted out exactly what I had changed it to, and I was like, oh, well, I don't feel as special anymore, but it's okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't care if That's Connie like knows my I password, have, I, but I was just like, oh, I guess it's not that clever. I know you know. You already know, because I told well, you, I know what it's it is now. Just, I don't want everyone. I don't want a hundred people knowing. Re- Forever I didn't remember. It's like when I thought I was I, like, I thought I was super cool with my password, and then I moved up here, and Bayana had the exact yep, same password. Mm-hmm, that also happened. That also happened. And like the way that we found out was Akira <laughs> was in my phone, and I was like, "How did you get in my phone?" She's like, "Oh, this is your." I thought it was Bayana's phone. <laughs> I was like, "But how did you get in my phone?" <laughs> she was like, "Got the same Mm, not as clever we're not that clever it's fine we're all really big harry potter nerds and that's why we're here and that's why all of our that's why all of our stuff is easily hackable this is what we're gonna say um okay so they get up to um dumbledore's office um though it was well past midnight there were voices coming from inside the room a positive babble of them it sounded as though dumbledore was entertaining at least a dozen people um mcgonagall Knocks on the door three times with the Griffin knocker. Never mind. I'm gonna move on. Um, and <laughs> the, sorry. Um, the door opened of its own accord, and Professor McGonagall led Harry and Ron inside. Um, oh, when she knocks, the voices cease abruptly. Cause that's not. Um, yeah, I was like, that's not suspicious at yeah, all. Yeah, looked at the door um, like, So the room was in there? half darkness. The strange silver <laughs> instruments standing on the tables were um, silent and still, rather than whirring and emitting puffs of smoke as they usually did, and the portraits of the old headmasters and headmistresses covering the walls were all snoozing in their frames, which is, yeah, they're liars. Liars. And like, what's the point? <laughs> what's the point of pretending that because you're asleep? It- Dumbledore right. was literally just talking to you like he knows y'all awake like do they need to know why do they I don't it's fine I don't why know don't they need to know I will say that I um <laughs> my when I was a baby like a baby in terms of like I still had a baby monitor like that kind of baby 
my mom would say that she would hear me wake up and she would go check on me and I would pretend to be asleep. Because sometimes you just want them to leave. So maybe that was the point. Maybe. <laughs> like, we're entertaining ourselves. I don't need you. When I need you, I'll send for you. Which is what my baby self did to my parents, apparently. I'm good. I'm chilling. I don't want to talk to y'all. <laughs> um, okay. That's, yeah, it's possible. Um, oh, it's you, Professor McGonagall. And, ah. So this is the first time we see Dumbledore, like, since um, the hearing. Face to face. Like, you yeah. know, yeah, face to face, like Connie said. Um, yeah. So real quick, before we get into him not really being a great person, I just want to get into these looks. Um, just before, let's just start with that. <laughs> He's wearing a magnificently embroidered purple oh, and yeah. gold dressing gown oh, yeah. over a snowy white nightshirt. Um, so I just want to, yeah. He's wearing two gowns? Prince catalog, Damn. you know? Or two. No, he's on a nightshirt. He's wearing a dressing... And then he has the dressing gown over it, but it's purple yeah. and gold. So it's magnificently a dressing gown. embroidered. Is that, like, similar fam. to like a. Elaborate. So it's like pajamas, it's like, so like a robe. Like a, like a. A robe. A robe. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Yeah. yeah. I was like. Because a dressing gown in my mind and a nightshirt are like the same thing. Same, because we're from America. <laughs> like, <laughs> we wear two dresses. Because we're from America. I was real confused. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, is this a, I hope this is a Britishism that I'm not catching. Because until you said that when I read it, I did, I, I, yeah. I pictured a robe. Mm-hmm. But then when I heard you read dressing gown and a nightshirt, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I wonder how knobbly Dumbledore's knees are in his nightgown. <laughs> like nightshirt. He's clearly right. not wearing pajama pants. <laughs> I, this picture is I'm not picturing on Merlin the desk. from the Disney film. Homeboy's knees are super yeah. knobbly. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I always picture Dumbledore as Merlin from <laughs> the cartoon. Like, so maybe this I is not. I feel like they're very similar. Like, this isn't. I, the actual Merlin, like when I think of Merlin, like the real Merlin, I think of more of someone with some sense and like gravitas and all this <laughs> stuff. But then when I picture Dumbledore, I picture that cartoon Merlin. It was silly for no reason. I Just mean, silly. that's uh, valid. Yeah. yeah. That's Dumbledore. His password <laughs> is fizzing Wisby. I mean, fam. He's on the whizzing no gamut. No one would know. Yeah, and that's the point. Something that the three Except of us have not learned yet. Except if you're Harry Potter and you, need to, so. and you need to find him. In the middle of the Triwizard Tournament, and you just start spouting out candies, True. and you get let in. But Harry knows Dumbledore, right? Like the people on the Wizengamot don't know him like Harry knows him, and even well, Harry. Don't I mean, really how know many him, times have so. the Weasleys? How many times have the Weasleys been sent to the headmaster? You think they picked up on the pattern? That's true. Of all his passwords are candies. <laughs> are candy. <laughs> Sometimes they're not magical, though. So maybe that's why it, it'll trip them up. Sometimes maybe. They don't, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's a it's a pattern. They still got to knock before they get into his office. So <laughs> I don't know. He's Dumbledore. Like, what do you need security for? To be honest, right? I also wonder though if you just knock because of like True. courtesy. It's polite. True. As opposed, yeah. Like you could just yeah. walk in. True. Yeah. 
Um, okay, Professor McGonagall, yeah, yeah. or sorry, yeah, Fr- Professor McGonagall says, um, tells Dumbledore that Potter has had a nightmare. It wasn't a nightmare, said Harry. Um, very well then, Potter, you tell the headmaster about it. I, well, I was asleep, said Harry. Um, and even his terror and desperation, um, to make Dumbledore understand, he felt slightly irritated that the headmaster was not looking at him, um, but examining his own interlocked fingers. Um... Uh, and then he continues. This is like, you know when you, you do the thing where you don't want to lie to someone mm-hmm. or you try not to catch their eye because you have a thing, but it just makes it even more awkward? You just over here yeah. like. Yep. You're like, oh, interesting. Yeah. Like if you are. T- Looking around. Right. If you're Dumbledore, do you should have a little bit of confidence in your skills of legit, like legitimens and like just having a poker face for God damn it. Yeah. Like, True. I just. Can't look him in the care. eye. I mean. Dumbledore, yeah, he he just really fucked up in this situation. Like, there's really nothing else you can say because, like, <laughs> what the fu- like, just fam, you could have just been like, "Wow, Voldemort can probably see in Harry's head," and think there's two. Li- you could been like, "Okay, let me start teaching him occlumency so he can block that shit out," or you say, "Okay, I'm gonna just no. not look at him ever." <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, huh? <laughs> That makes no sense at well, all. Like, how do we get from that one seems to the like other? that sounds like the best plan. Yeah, let me just let's, let me just not look, at not look at him, not not support him in his time. And no, need. yeah, like, that, how yeah, do you yeah, get yeah, anything else you. done? That's the one. If, he, if you're like, I'm just not gonna look at him. Harry is central to the entire to the, thing to winning this like, war. If it was like I don't know, or the he was fucking like Marietta Edge coming. Okay, fine. Like you just don't invite right. her to your office. But Harry Potter. <laughs> Like, hey Harry, I'm not gonna look at, at you because Voldemort boy. might be inside your brain. Like, I can't so look you I'm in the a, eye. And then just leave him. Even that's bad because you just leave him, and Harry's like, "What? <laughs> huh? How? I don't. How, at do, least I, how do I like, stop it?" He's like, "Well," <laughs> but it's also kind of like the Thestral thing. Like, well, at least I'm not crazy. <laughs> I'm just <True>. seeing shit. <laughs> right. At least tell him. At least tell him what occlumency is. Grab a book. Like, at least grab Hermione and is, get to work. And Legilimens, like. <laughs> Just like give him a book. Just tell Absolutely. Hermione. Just be like, hey Hermione. Be like, like, even, be like even hey, even actually, answer, I'm really upset. I'm really upset because Hermione would have been a better occlumency tutor mm-hmm. than the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, give Hermione the Talk book about it, and she'll and she'll get it. Yeah. Hermione, Preach. why did he Preach. not Hermione tutor? <laughs> Harry Potter and Uncle, there are so many things. We're this is this is back to the giant up thing in the beginning. On the one hand, on the other hand, like there are eighteen different ways in which this was a terrible motherfucking it was a idea. Horrible idea. It's horrible. I'm not, not even just Amani points out. Like Amani points out that Dumbledore could have written all this in a letter and sent it to Harry. Oh, all of these ways that you could oh, have done this, so that Harry would be likes like, to get the post. Portia asked, the school. Why Within not Remus? All these, all of these, all of these questions. What? I feel like why not Remus? Remus why not? Remember when we used to have the hashtag Tears to Remus? I think now the hashtag is why not Remus? <laughs> Just like why not him for everything, please? Yes, that's actually legit. Yeah, I feel like okay. So Remus might not be that good of a. I mean, is it brought up? It might be mentioned. I think well, Remus is not a good Aquamans. I think he purposely. I think he purposely. Whichever one. Well, Aquaman says what we need um, Harry to teach. Yeah, one, you one or both. House. You need to be a good Legilimens to teach. No, Aquaman's, not necessarily. Right? 
I think, I mean, I think Snape is both, but he's a good Aquamans, which is, like, the blocking off of your mind, which is, like, why he's able to spy yeah. on Voldemort, versus, like, Voldemort's a good Legilimens, which is, like, looking into someone's mind. Right. And it's okay. also not being a super weird telepath, like, right. um, a movie that we were just talking about earlier that I will not bring up anymore. Her, which Connie has no idea about, because she didn't watch. And that's fine. But that was fucking weird, It was too. weird shit, and it didn't make that no was sense. Weird. Didn't make and she sense. wasn't even a telepath. She was more of an empath. But then she was None calling it a legilimens, and I was like, but that's not how that works. Not at all. Okay, we're moving on. Anyway. We, not even in a little bit. We talk, we've talked about that, and it was... What? Oh, it's the thing that you said you were talking about. So it's fine. <laughs> so, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, oh, Moving oh, on. oh, oh, yeah. oh, that movie. Oh. Wait, did you see how she was kind was of like, interested what, what and then we said it's a fantastic movie? She was like, like oh, oh, I don't okay, even right, need to, yeah, I need to know that. <laughs> yeah. say, no, say no more. <laughs> no, I just, I just felt, I just wanted to be part of the conversation. She wanted to be in the, in the conversation until we said the conversation was fantastic beats and she was like, I'm good. I'm good over here. Y'all knew that over there. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna wait for y'all over here. Basically. Let me know what I'm, let me know when I'm needed again. Okay. All right. Um, back to Harry um, talking about serious things. Um, but it wasn't an, it wasn't an ordinary dream. It was real. I saw it happen. But not serious. Um, he took a deep breath. Ron's dad, Mr. Weasley, has been attacked by a giant snake. Uh, the words seemed to reverberate, reverberate in the air after he said them. Slightly ridiculous, even comic. Which it is, right? Like, you say that shit, and it sounds like, mm, really? Like, you're just like, all righty then. What did but I just say? Actually- Which is another reason to tell him what is happening so like he like it's well, no. the same thing with the Vestrals, well, no. yes, right I like think, i think in this so particular he takes it situation, seriously. i think maybe at least at least the way that i read it was less about like how he saw it and more like what he said or like how he said it oh the like, giant snake he's gonna attack okay. by a giant snake and then you're just like <laughs> all right you're like nah. but also like you know we're oh, in what? a magical An world <laughs> you know what i mean we're in like a magical world that kind of shit happens sometimes yeah, because it's different if he was like Ron's dad was attacked by Voldemort in his yeah. dream. Like that would be something that wasn't funny. But like it's a it's a giant snake, and I don't think. Mm-hmm. Oh no, we Dumbledore knows about the snake because he was in the graveyard. Nagini was in the graveyard, but still, it's not a thing that like you really like right. are thinking and about just, all like, the time. Snake, as opposed like, to Voldemort, I mean, which is right. terrifying, but I time. think also like I don't know. It just sounds. Yeah, it does. It just sounds ridiculous. It's, this is what yeah. it is. Ridiculous. Um, Okay. 2K with 2K. Okay. Um, there was a pause in which Dumbledore leaned back and stared meditatively at the ceiling. Um, so my do- like, are you stalling? Like, what are you doing? Trying so hard. Like, I don't. You're doing a really bad. Like Try- for someone who's been alive for over a hundred. How many years, more? Like for someone who has like just all of the experience right. you have in you your never- life. This was the decision. I just I'm. I hope that you know if I ever make it to 100 and however the fuck old he is that I would make better choices. <laughs> well, you could think about it in the opposite way, which is like yeah. in his 115 years, he's never had to blow anyone off. <laughs> I don't believe that though. Which is I mean, amazing. I really don't believe that. I don't believe that, that, that either. Does not seem. But he has no practice in blowing people off. Just be better at it. Like if I've that's what you're going to do, too? be better at it as well. Like it's just, I don't, right. Like, it's trash, but if you're going to be trash, like, be good at it, you know? Like, have some practice. Especially right. in 150 years, you could have practiced that shit, and you're just, no? Okay. It's fine. It's okay. 
Um, so Ron looked from Harry to Dumbledore, white-faced and shocked. I'm sure Ron is in there like, why don't you fucking look at him? This is serious. My dad has been attacked by a giant snake, fam. <laughs> like, like, can someone say something? Like, sir, can someone say something? Dumbledore, I need you to use your words right now because um, this so is my father. Her, Thank you. Portia also wants to say it's not, uh, it's not that ridiculous after finding a centuries-old basilisk in Hogwarts. No, it's true. Yeah. I'm, so, more, th- I'm more thinking about, like... Absolutely. Just the way the sentence was worded and less of, like, what actually happened. Because what right, actually happened right. is serious as fuck. And it was like, yeah, we need to get on that. But, like, right. the way but he it's words just, it's it... It's not something just, you say every day. No. And it, and it sounds a little anticlimactic, even though it's not. Like, it just, it's just the wording of it. It's the phrasing of it. <laughs> uh, Dumbledore asks how Harry saw it. Um, and Harry says, I don't know, inside my head, I suppose. Because he, he's just like, why are you asking me these questions when Ron's dad is literally bleeding out somewhere? Right. Um, right. You misunderstand me, said we Dumbledore in the same calm tone. I mean, can you remember uh, where you were positioned as you watched this attack happen? Were you perhaps perhaps standing beside the victim or else looking down on the scene from above? Um, this was a curious... This is when Dumbledore sounds like one of them super crazy scientist people when you're like, um, there's an apocalypse, ha- there's like zombies are here. Okay, what were they, co- what was the coloring? What was, can you focus on the yep. thing? Mm-hmm. Get to the science and dissect it later, yeah. but focus on the thing. There's, there's a actually, um, if no one, if like I've read about it, but uh, if you haven't read the fifth season by N.K. Jemison, um, there is a scientist in there who does a very similar thing, um, where she's like really into, she's like really into the shit that's going down. She's like, oh, this is so great, and everybody else is like, fam, um, we're all about to die. So can we? <laughs> Right. Focus, I think that actually happens to in, in this in recent we get shield. I think in the premiere when Gemma's like, "Oh my God, we're here and oh, we're yeah. here," and they're like, and Mac is like, "Girl, <laughs> if you don't, <laughs> don't you know I'm you black? Don't pick up a damn gun." <laughs> He's like, "I don't got my shotgun axe." Colson doesn't have his hand. Like, I need you to focus, fam. <laughs> this is this was, We can do science class later. This episode is all over the place already. Well, two chapters. Two pages yeah, in. It's okay. I'm not even mad. It's just He's what it sorry. is. Makes him fun. I've already texted my friend and well, I'm not making Okay, it. cool. I, I, <laughs> like, I had a feeling. Um, when you said it the first time, I was like, mm, this doesn't seem like it's going to work. It's fine. Um, moving on. Oh, so um, Harry gapes at Dumbledore after asking this question. It was almost as if he knew, which is like, yeah, of course he knows he's Dumbledore. Also, that's why he's ignoring you, which he won't tell you right now, but that's why he's doing it. <laughs> I was a snake, he said. I saw it all from the snake's point of view. Um, no one spoke for a moment. And then Dumbledore, now looking at Ron, asked, is Arthur seriously injured? Yes, said Harry. What? Like, but he looks at Ron. Like, he doesn't look at... <laughs> I just... This is... <laughs> Why are you looking at me? I don't drink shit! Exactly. I was thinking about what crumb, what crumb is writing to Hermione, but, and how far they. I'm. I don't know. I was asleep. <laughs> but um, okay. So in this moment, Dumbledore is obviously piecing everything together. But at the end of Goblet of Fire. Did, does Dumbledore no. know about the Horcruxes yet? Are we are we sure when? Because at this very um, moment, this proves Horcrux, so. right? So I think I think that I think that Dumbledore 
Because how else is he seeing from the snake's eyes when Dumbledore already suspects that Dumbledore and Voldemort have a, I mean, Harry and Voldemort have a connection. And if he's seeing things from the snake's eyes, I think that this is confirming to him yeah, well, that I there's that, at least um, one Horcrux, right? I don't think oh that, so I don't think that, God. I don't think that, um, Whoa, so, um, so, so real wait, quick, Amani says that he suspected the Horcrux after Chamber of Secrets, but he didn't know about multiple until now. Um, I think, I think right. it's really, that's, this is when he, I think it's less that okay. he doesn't know about the Horcrux, because I, I think that he kind of is thinking that there are Horcruxes, but, um, I think that he doesn't, I don't think he knows that Harry is Put a Horcrux, hand down, like, Robin, officially get your until turn. this moment. Right, like I think that I think that he like, oh, and no, I also no, no, don't know no. that he's. I think oh. he's still thinking of it as a theory and not as like fact until the next book where he's like, oh no, this is yes, yeah, this right. is yeah, a yeah, thing yeah. and it's happening. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I no, just I meant horcruxes in general like, and not Harry. Well, I think I before at the end of Goblet of Fire, um, he says a thing about oh, what does he say? Shit. So Harry mentions that Voldemort takes some of his blood, and Dumbledore. Yeah, and Dumbledore's like, oh shit, yeah, he yeah, fucked yeah. up. And the gleaming Ha-ha, look in his eye. Um, yeah. Like, I think that was when he, that yeah. like, around that time is when he's, like, starting to form a thing that, like, he knows that Harry and Dumbledore have, I mean, sorry, Harry and Voldemort have a connection. He doesn't know, like, what what that, like, is. Like, he knows the nature of it, Absolutely. but doesn't know, like, the, like, what it actually is. Yeah. Um, so I think this is kind of when he's figuring that out. Um, mm-hmm. But then I think he also just knows that Voldemort is really good at legitimacy yeah. and that, he and Harry have a connection. So he may not even, like, fully know Horcrux yeah. yet, but he knows, like, these two things. So obviously, if they have this connection and Voldemort's good at being a, at legitimacy, then, like, he's gonna use that shit. I! Right, but I'm, I meant it in the sense of I just figured the it out when Harry was talking that specifically. this is a, not a... Voldemort has nothing to do with this connection because, like, there's two Horcruxes talking to each other. And Bo, he's looking at it. It's all Nagini. No, I think Voldemort was it's with not, Nagini, though. I... Yeah, but I'm pretty sure. he's seeing it through Nagini's perspective. Mm, through Nagini's perspective. Not Voldemort's perspective. Yeah, but I, but I think because that... Because Nagini's a whole crux, and Harry's a whole yes, crux. Yes, but I'm pretty sure the that later it's to each other. mentioned that Voldemort was, like, right, riding yeah. with Nagini. Okay, that I may not be that. that may I not be the case. Realized. That may be, like, a red herring or whatever, but, like... <laughs> It's funny that you're just realizing this too. Like you, I don't. Yeah, yeah I said not, that's what I say. I don't care about that, and I know that I'm slow, and I know I'm probably the last person in the world that just realized this, and I just realized this. <laughs> Did all y'all know this all the yeah. time? Um, Couldn't, well, not all the time so because obvious. we didn't know about Horcruxes until after uh, the first time. So, like the second time around, yes. So I guess Voldemort must have. Must have been there because else how could else Nagini get well, inside? I mean, Department of Mysteries. You don't we'll have no hands, there. or she doesn't have any hands. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like she don't got a wand to There's do all the more. Can she? Can she pull a? Doors. Can she pull a fox? She, and she can't turn operate, a knob. You can't operate in. No, probably the ministry, not. Can you? Actually, you can. I don't think so. You can operate into the ministry. But like fox can. No, you can. You can operate in the So I probably so it doesn't matter. That seems dumb. It's a bird. I'm pretty sure fox is just different. Well, I know fox is different, but I'm just I don't I'm know wondering for if you sure, can but you can. Seems it's not smart. Unwise. <laughs> but yes. you can. I just don't know if you can operate the yeah. department of mysteries. Like at the very least, until the into the atrium. I don't know if you can do it into like the other floors, but at the very least, into the atrium. 
Wait, right. I mean, like, at that point, you're yeah. in there. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. if you're Voldemort and you apparate into the atrium, like, that's, you own the <laughs> Ministry other, of Magic now. Like, I don't know no what other security. <laughs> like, <laughs> because, like, there was literally no other security. No. Like, they went downstairs. You just hop on and the elevator. It's not going to stop you. that shit down you're, and you're good. Yeah. Could you imagine they Voldemort operating into the atrium a security guard. and then getting stopped at the desk and the guy being like, can I see your wand? And he's like, oh, I, yes. oh, ooh, mm. or, and he can't or get in. him going to the no, visitor's entrance. No, he's him going to the visitor's entrance and they're like, what yes, doing this here? Oh, it's Voldemort here to take Harry's prophecy. <laughs> Just here to visit the Department <laughs> of Mis- uh, Mysteries to get Voldemort's, this weapon. Voldemort's... <laughs> Voldemort's five. long or fingers like, pressing five prophecy extraction or like some like <laughs> please smile for the camera <laughs> please wear your your visitor's badge at all times I, I'm sorry I'm sorry your facial recognition is not working do you oh have a gosh. nose oh my god Voldemort with a big visitor on his robe as he goes oh <laughs> uh, uh. Okay. Clarissa, we we're in need. Okay, Clarissa, we're in need. <laughs> that injured. last one, even Amani right. can take care Amani, of. Good come on, I need a visitor's badge. <laughs> Full- Tom, Tom Marvolo Riddle. Hello, my name is Tom Marvolo Riddle. <laughs> With the little ministry oh logo in the corner. Oh God. Okay. Yes. None of this is really well, funny. You- it's awful, actually, if you think about why it. Why will they let you? Uh, like, why would they let There's you no operate? There that is, is no so security in there. Not smart at all. The, the dumbest thing I ever. This heard. is more security than the Flash. Nope. Neither of you watched the Flash, but Star Labs is terrible security, and it's just a mockery. Like, literally, just like villains walk in, normals walk in. Old friends walk in, like, they're like, have you not changed the path? Like, it, there there was, I just walked right in here, like, what? This is the, the, the secure base of the flash of Central City, and people can just walk into, it's not even that it's a security base of a, of a superhero, <laughs> it's a laboratory. <laughs> you should not just be able to walk in there. So, yeah. equally, the ministry is just as terrible at security, and that is why, uh... Oh. I wonder if, like, when Harry and them get into the ministry, if they have, like, guard duty. Like, they're like, wait, we need to up our security. We get some orders in the lobby. Right. And there's just, like, Ron and Harry just, like, walking around the lobby. Boring. Like, yeah. Harry's like, okay, duty today. we, first you know, things when first, and we stuff. need to make sure that 15-year-olds can't just get in. True. <laughs> On rescue missions. When you're I'm pretty sure. Let's, and, like, we have, like, some months before we get here. But I'm pretty sure when they go on the visitor entrance, <laughs> they say that they're on a rescue mission. And then the little thing prints out the badge and says, Harry Potter, rescue mission. Yes. Luna Lovegood, rescue yes. mission. Like, in the fucking... On their way to the goddamn Ministry yeah. of Magic. Like, yeah. what? I'm also pretty sure that happens. Y'all need... Visitor. Rescue y'all mission. Y'all need to do something mm-hmm. else. Like, I, y'all just need, like... Like... How is this your the, security? First off, can 15-year-olds just waltz on in? Secondly, can notorious mass murderers just scoot around can, in there. Can, can undesirable. There isn't even like a. Just put all of a sudden. Right? Got Polly just potion and they're fine. Totally <laughs> fine. You know. That's what I'm saying. You know how many times. I mean that's what happens. That's what I'm the saying. You know? They poly juice into somebody that's else. That's what I'm saying though. It's just like. You know. It's like. um, Not just facial recognition. But there's like. Literally like. Um. 
lasers and well, like, and like, well, like Green uh, Goblin, for example, example, Doctor Who and, has a thing where and, like oh yeah, Green Goblin like, they have to wash, washes you go off that shit. All of a sudden, oh shit, okay, right. I'm probably supposed to just worn off all of my magical. Yep, because goblins know right. what they're doing. They're like they're let's put some security beings. measures in place, <laughs> like the some humans of the ministry security measures. Because I'm thinking, like, that's what I was thinking of. Thank you. I was like, I know that there's a magical equivalent, but like in Doctor Who, when they are in the hospital and you have to get like sterilized, uh-huh. you know. But yeah, that would be the the waterfall of truth. Yeah. Sidebar. This Listen to our shit. Doctor Who podcast, Tarbis. It's almost Christmas. Yeah. Okay. It's all three of us. <laughs> let's we do this exact same thing, but with Word. time lords and space. Let's, okay. Let's move on. Um. So. <laughs> Um, so I can, Dumbledore, we need a bonus episode about security measures, though, because I am shooken. Yeah, same. <laughs> you can operate into the ministry. Yes, yes. We can find a security expert and I be like, so break it down for us. Either. What could they like, have it's, done? It's still Harry Potter related, but looking down at where we are on the page. Because I was asking because if Nagini, they Nagini, operated Nagini, Nagini, into Nagini the ministry, into the ministry. Said, you can't operate does, into the ministry, and you were like, yes, you can. Yeah, how does a giant snake get into the yeah just yeah how does the giant snake get into the ministry of magic is the name of the the bonus episode that we need (laughs) to have maybe hides in the pipes (laughs) slides right in goes through the workers at the at the toilet (laughs) boom boom there you go he uses the pipes (laughs) just wait but just just (laughs) the pipes it's the pipes <laughs> it's the pipes. It's always the pipes. Wow. Okay, Connie. My I don't. Wow. Somewhere. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> so I came to bring the feels, and instead, I brought all of the laughs. We're already an hour in, you guys. Because uh, Robin has devolved. <laughs> Robin has devolved to the floor. Um, <laughs> I was crying. I, I didn't mean to to ruin to like oh, she just, this. She just went into the be this way. Oh, and then killed my man Arthur. It's not cool. It ain't right. It's not cool. Oh. It ain't right. She should have had to work harder to get to Arthur. Like that. <laughs> it should have been, been that easy, y'all. All right. <laughs> okay. This is what happens. This is what happens when your cousins are all together and you're just tired. I'm fucking delirious. <laughs> you okay. Can't stop laughing at things. So oh, you're just okay. basically listening into our digital sleepover, guys. Enjoy. Uh, I'm gonna move on. Digital um, sleepover. We have to do that one day. All right. We have okay. done a sleepover right, before. What are you talking about? You're literally a digital spent, one. Oh, a digital one. Sorry, I was like, we spent three days together <laughs> in Los Angeles. That's not even funny. A <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, so Dumbledore, right. he oh, he stands God. up quickly. So... He finally acts. Meanwhile, those questions that he asked Harry, he definitely could have asked after he does this, but whatever. He has his own priorities. Um, he yeah, could have done that first and then he been really like, right. Harry, I have some questions for you. Um, I still have tears. Um, Everard, he, oh, he says sharply, and you too, Dillis. Um, so two of the um, head 
Masters, like, portraits, uh, pretends to wake up. Dillis is also um, a black witch. Yeah, we decided last year. We de- we decided last year during Dark I was just about to ask. Dillis, just about to ask. Mm-hmm. We did indeed. <clears throat> um, uh, pivotal witch in black wizard history. Yep. And magical um, healing. Um, so, yeah, so they... Um, seem to have been in the deepest of sleeps, but they opened their eyes immediately. You were listening, said Dumbledore. The wizard nodded, and the witch said, naturally. Um, they weren't like, what's the point point of pretending if you're just gonna be like, yeah, I heard everything you said, fam. The man has red hair and glasses. Everard, I need you to raise the alarm. Make sure he's found by the right people. Um... I love how it's he's like, he's a weasel. He has like, red hair and glasses. Is it Johan, he's the only one. Under an invisibility cloak? He's a weasel. No, it fell off. I guess off. he doesn't have to because he works there. No, it fell off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And also, then Harry wouldn't have been yeah, able to see Yeah, because he, he fell asleep, and then I think it like slipped oh, off. Oh, of right. Right, 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 right. Um, okay, so they both nodded and moved sideways out of their frames instead of emerging in neighboring pictures. Neither reappeared. Um, one frame now contained nothing but a backdrop of a dark curtain and a, the other a handsome leather armchair. Um, Harry noticed many of the other headmasters and mistresses on the walls, though snoring and drooling most convincingly, kept sneaking peeks at him from under their eyelids. Like, what's the... <laughs> like... <laughs> to purposefully drool, was a choice. <laughs> to purposefully drool? I know you're painting and probably doesn't feel it and it doesn't get messy and, like, drool all over your shirt and stuff, but, like... You're doing this on purpose to pretend, and you still try to have one eye yeah. open. What? Why? Go to sleep Full or life. just like be awake. That's <laughs> fine, but like sit down, choose one. What's the point of faking? Take notes. Um, right, like that's probably important. Um, Everard and Dillis were two of Hogwarts' most celebrated heads. Dumbledore said um, their renown is such that they have portraits hanging in other important wizarding institutions. As they are free to move between their own portraits, they can tell us what may be happening elsewhere. Which is super handy, and, like, I think it's what, excuse me, one of the, like, dopest parts about um, the, like, headmaster and headmistress um, portraits um, is, like, in addition to giving advice and stuff to the, like, sitting headmaster, um, they can also just, like, be spies, which is kind of a thing that Dumbledore, although Dumbledore doesn't really move, but, like... I wonder yeah. where else Dumbledore would have def- had I his feel portrait, like though. Definitely the Wizard Gamut. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say somewhere probably, else, or like the International Confederation of Wizards. Um, right. Potentially yeah, the Ministry that would once like Fudge only, isn't yeah. there anymore. You know. Um, yeah. But here's the question: Can so yeah. only the headmaster's portraits can do this? I thought any portrait could do this to its another. Like, I mean, I think it's like specific magic. Well, I think they can travel within the building. Yeah, I think they can travel within the building, so, like, the portraits can, like, visit each other, but I don't think they the portraits in Hogwarts can leave unless you have That's what I'm saying. I'm, a connection I'm saying to any, another any building, portrait has and a then you can, and then you can, once you travel to the other building, you can, like, okay. move. Maybe. Oh. I just thought it was, like, if you were a- I don't see why you would only make headmasters enough, like, do that. Like, most people don't have multiple portraits, right? And that's why it wouldn't be, but if you were a person that had multiple portraits- right. Then you would be able to do that. Probably. I think, yeah, I think it depends on the magic too. And like, well, because, yeah, I think it depends on the magic and like the scale of it, right? Because if you have like multiple pictures of someone and they move, like that picture of Percy that walked out of Arthur's picture didn't turn up in some other picture. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like there are multiple Percy's. Where, where, yeah. like, whereas if he mm-hmm. was like a headmaster or some like really important yeah. person as he you know really aspires to be he probably have a portrait that then has like a portal so I think it's probably like levels to it but again we're like talking about portraits and we have no idea how they work and they all end yeah, up being I... like how the fuck does this work <laughs> yeah I think you guys were talking on a previous episode about like the difference between like portraits and pictures and how pictures are duplicated and and how that sort of dulls down the magic or whatever. So um, clearly with portraiture, whoever's painting it has the skill and stuff. And I had a second question or a thought and now it's it's gone. Oh, I was wondering if um, maybe the magic came later, but do the founders not That's have portraits? That's a good question. Mm. Like we, I don't, we don't know about them. Like I have, ne- we've never, like it's never come up, but I wonder if... I wonder if they do and we just it something Joe overlooked or but they maybe exist or she just forgot and was just like oh crap or the magic came later or what Yeah, I mean I know that like Rowena Ravenclaw has a statue in Ravenclaw Tower. Yeah, but those yeah, are Yeah, and I don't know that like movable or like there's definitely no Gryffindor thing in Gryffindor. And when were like they? When were the like founders? Do we remember the years? Hmm. I love medieval maybe times. That's why. Or maybe they were like destroyed, but I don't know why wizards would like have iconoclastic views ever. Yeah. Anyway, it was just a, a thought that I had of wonder why they wouldn't have portraits and then trying to connect it to real times. But then mm-hmm. why would wizards do the same thing? <laughs> As humans, <laughs> destroy all art. I mean, you know, you know they love a whatever, uh, unreasonable option. <laughs> Honestly, that's why Dumbledore is doing this shit. It's in the right, wizard's like culture war. to just do the most like like of the choices, choose the most unreasonable choice, Lord and that's what we're gonna thing. go with. That's literally like how he was raised. What if? Well, what if the goblin Ooh, war, uh, the portraits were destroyed one. during the goblin war? At the very Just least, Godric Gryffindor. Bam, bam, because like, we don't know what happens in them. Sword. Bims could yeah. tell us, but yeah, for sure, he's trash. Yeah, he's yeah. absolutely. <laughs> no one's listening. Yeah. Um. So the portraits uh go off, and Dumbledore explains that they can travel between them. Their portals Which or whatever is, and harry's like but mr weasley could be anywhere and it's like i'm what did he I'm, I'm the mr. head of the weasley order was so doing. like i know where i sent him like <laughs> you sit down you sit yeah, like, down i, get, I, get that, I know like, i get that harry don't is he could yeah, be anywhere like, i get that harry is like in like shock we talk, and he's we're like grown really ups. worried and like i knew like, where he was out and everything like sure that makes sense but like i would like what do you think mr weasley you think he was just in his office you think he was at home he does. But Dumbledore literally says, sit down. Like, boy. <laughs> he doesn't say it like that, but he says, uh, sit down, all three of you, uh, as though Harry had not spoken, because he's just trifling right now. Um, Everett and Dillis may not be back for several minutes. Professor McGonagall, if you could drop extra chairs. Uh, Professor McGonagall pulls out her wand, and because she is ready and constantly vigilant and had her wand while she was asleep, <laughs> um, and pulls makes some chairs for them. Harry sits down, watching Dumbledore over his shoulder. Dumbledore, now stroking Fox's plumed golden head with one finger. Uh, The phoenix awoke immediately. He stretched his beautiful high head and observed Dumbledore through bright, dark eyes. We will need, said Dumbledore very quietly to the bird, 
a warning. Fox there was a flash of fire, the, and the phoenix the had gone. Because Fox hey, y'all, remember is that amazing. time when Fox <clears throat> saved um, all the Muggleborns from the Basilisk? And, and rescued Jimmy Bring from the Chamber of Secrets? Yeah. That was good times. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. What are, you, what are you doing? Good times. What? Yeah, Sorry, Wizard Rock. I shouldn't oh, ask. Yeah, see. Wizard Rock. <laughs> Got it. Ask. Okay, we're going to continue this conversation ah. over here. Um. Um, so, so Dumbledore uh, now swooped down upon one of the fragile silver instruments whose function Harriet had never known, uh, carried it over to his desk, sat facing them again, and tapped it gently with the tip of his wand. The instruments tinkled into life at once with rhythmic, rhythmic clinking noises. Tiny puffs of pale green smoke issued from the minuscule silver tube at the top. Dumbledore watched the smoke closely, his brow furrowed, and after a few seconds, the tiny puffs became a steady stream of smoke that thickened and coiled in the air. A serpent's head grew out of the end of it, opening its mouth wide. Harry wondered whether the instrument was confirming his story. He looked eagerly at Dumbledore for a sign that he was right, but Dumbledore, Dumbledore did not look up. because So trifling! trifling. Naturally, naturally. No, but he says something oh, so else this in is Goblet of Fire. The moment, I think. Yeah. It's a different thing. Yeah. It's hard to tell. Naturally, 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 murmured Dumbledore, apparently to himself, still observing the steam of smoke without the slightest sign of surprise. But yeah, <clears throat> without the sign of sli- slightest sign of surprise. Mm-hmm. So he definitely knew, but this is confirming not Harry's so story, cryptic, but Which, yeah, it is. It's really cryptic. Um, no, and, like, divided. What, and also, like, what is what is this magical thing that, like... that it would like be able to tell him exactly what he needed to know? Like, what? Where did he buy this? <laughs> I don't know. Like, where did he get this damn right. magical instrument? Because he didn't get it from no damn. I like, remember Dervish and Bangs or whatever. Maybe it's like, like a thing that you can test. You can test like magic without actually building it so um for example in star trek they go into the holodeck and they will program things and like if we do this and then this then this will happen you know what i mean it's like a simulation mm-hmm. so you can like simulate the magic of a horror crux in a snake or something and it will show you without actually having to kill nobody or do nothing like this is how that magic should possibly work mm-hmm that's possible. So he's like testing the theory out. Just trying to figure out a, simula- a magic okay. simulator. Whether he was on Wizard Amazon right. or like where he hmm. where he purchase this. <laughs> he, he built it the himself. Wizard Tesla. Okay. That's I Wizard mean that's Tesla. a valid um, response. He I was probably actually where one could acquire such objects. Wizard like but make, the- maker DIY <laughs> Instagram. Right. Possible. Um, but I remember after every book came out, I would get, I think it was MuggleNet's, um, like, series of, like, the theories books. So, like, it would go through every chapter, and every time I'm on this podcast, I keep meaning to bring the book out. Keep and it. then I forget, because I always forget. Um, <laughs> and we'll have, like, a, maybe we'll do, like, a bonus episode of, like, the biggest theories at the end of this book. Because there was like a separate book for each of the ones after the first four. And in Essence Divided was just like such a, a thing that was like everyone mm. was, t- you know, like trying to figure out what those words mean. Because it's like never actually, like he never said, mm-hmm. he stops talking and just doesn't say anything to Harry. And then Harry like destroys the instruments at the end of the book. So uh, it never actually comes back at the end of this book. So... Um, it's not until we learn what horcruxes are that people were like, 
oh snap but I just remember thinking about the Forever. term in essence divided mm-hmm. like what does that mean for like a whole two years until until the next book came out but at some point we'll go over I'll bring that book back out and we'll talk about the theories that the people were thinking yeah. of back when the, the, cool. the books were happening um, yeah it's cool to think so about so Harry um, didn't know what the fuck Dumbledore was talking about basically um, but the smoke, nobody did he was, he was like I don't know what he's saying <laughs> I hope he enlightens me, but, you know, doesn't seem like that's happening. Um, so the smoke serpent split, in so- split itself instantly into two snakes, both coiling and undulating in the dark air. Um, and with a grim look of satisfaction, Dumbledore gave the instrument another tap with his wand, um, and the smoke disappears. <clears throat> so he replaces the instrument. Harry saw many of the old headmasters in the portraits follow him with their eyes and then realizing that um, Harry was watching them hastily pretended to be sleeping again. Which, again, like, just living your truth. Like, what are you doing? You're a goddamn painting. Like, what are you, what is Harry going to do if he realizes that you're awake? Um, so. Ask you questions. Right, basically. They put their entire lives dealing with children. I don't deal with no more goddamn children. You know now what? Now that I'm dead That's true. That is I would, a, I, I would accept true. that. As a reason, I would. Um, so Harry wants to ask Dumbledore. Robin the Hermit <laughs> Curmudgeon understands why you would <laughs> pretend to be asleep. Also, all of these people are much better <laughs> blowing off Harry than Dumbledore is. He should take notes on that. We should just pretend to be asleep. <laughs> Dumbledore, Ron's dad is about to die. And he's just like. Always the answer. Like snoring hella loud. I'm like, and they're just like, are you, what? Are you found who this. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, so Harry wanted to ask what the what the silver instrument was for. Um, but before he could do so, um, Everard reappeared in his portrait, um, saying that he yelled until someone came running. Um, said he'd heard something moving downstairs. They weren't sure whether to believe me, but they went down to check. There were no, port- there were no portraits down there to watch from, um, but they carried him up a few minutes later. He doesn't look good. He's covered in blood. Um, I ran along to Elfrida Cragg's portrait to get a good view as they left. Good, said Dumbledore, as Ron made a convulsive mo- movement. Um, I take it Dillis will see him arrive then. I see, like, I don't know. I think Ron, at, somebody should address Ron at this point, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just kind of there and he's hearing about all this stuff that, like, He's like hearing that his dad is in like real danger, but no one's actually like talking to him. Like Dumbledore looks at him at one point, but he's talking to Harry, um, which was just some like petty ass whatever the fuck. But like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think in that moment there should have been like a, hey Ron, you okay? And like, you you got him wrong. And Harry's not the person to do that. Dillis is that same mugga, right? Like Harry's not the person to do that because he is a child and also is traumatized because he just saw it happen. But like. McGonagall, or really Dumbledore, his brain. right? Or like Dumbledore really should have said something. And Amani is in all caps um, talking about that's because Dumbledore doesn't care about people's oh trauma. Lord. Um, whatever. When I just Amani I gets picture really Amani as Kanye <laughs> West talking true. about Dumbledore don't care about black like, people. Amani is what hilarious I see in my head. because like. When he gets mad about Dumbledore, he, he like, loses all of his nuance. It just disappears. He's like, no, fuck him. And, and his mama, too. It's really great to watch. Actually, though. It's, yeah, it's true. But actually, Indeed, his mama was kind of trash, too. Wrong. That's why he um, looked like he was. So maybe I was, like, too yeah, accurate. Funny. Well, but, actually. Yeah. 
<laughs> your mama is his mama was sad. In so, the same brain. Damn. In the, but in the same thought of me being like, nah, D- Dumbledore is not that like it, you know, he got his issues, but you know, I mean, he comes through. I'm not, at times and I'm not at even like discounting anything to, Amani's saying. But, I like he's but not wrong. I see what he's I'm saying. Just also I see what Amani's saying. Observing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just observing that. Wrong. But there's also other sides now to it. Now he's in all caps talking about Aberforth was right. I just he has a lot of feelings. <laughs> That's what's happening. <laughs> Justice for Aberforth. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> okay, for that body, we, okay, well, we he, know he, he also mentioned right that, now. and I was we gonna just go ahead and skirt mm-hmm. right by, right past that one. We we talked about that. We're gonna leave it in the past. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> until it comes up, he's gonna keep going forward. Until it comes up um, in the future. Okay, so <laughs> forward always. All right, all right. We're a bunch of nerds. Um, <laughs> moments later, <clears throat> Dillis appeared yep. and says they take they've taken him to St. Mungo's Dumbledore. They carried him past my portrait. He looks bad. Thank you, said Dumbledore. Um, and then he turns um, the healers, I'm assuming. Who is they? Or like wizarding paramedics, probably. But like, but how did they? F- Dillis, yeah. Who told them they were Dillis. there? Dillis. Says he got there. Uh, oh. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, because he's in the Department of Mysteries, like, nobody yeah. knows, supposed to I know he's there. They so figured it out. I think up. it was just probably, it was probably, <laughs> to, to take uh, what's to the his hospital. name, Eric or something, and was just like, because he also works there, and Eric. he wasn't like, uh, he's the he's the one security dude. <laughs> Who the fuck is Eric? He's the one Eric. security dude, sorry. Why is his name? <laughs> I think, I'm pretty sure that's so, his name. How did, it is a basic ass name? We had a whole conversation oh, well, about... because I yeah, got really distracted by Eric? y'all, to be honest. Is he friends with Herbert? Probably. Like, no, but Eric? he's in... He's in... Um, <laughs> when we go to the Ministry of Magic. Yeah, his name is Eric. Page 128. Fuck is Um, Because remember, Harry has to go give oh, him right. his wand or whatever, and he weighs it, and then he realizes it's I'm, Harry, and he's like, oh, wait a minute, and Mr. Reese is like, nah, Eric, bro, we gotta go. So that's... Yeah. Eric. Oh, because I literally said, I literally said Arthur oh, didn't did. say hi to no I didn't hear you. Really I didn't in. hear that particularly. You could have been correct. There me. were a lot of things happening in that segment of the episode. Dang. Um, yeah, so yeah, no, yeah. so. Yeah. Most, well, because I found it. I was like, like, as I was saying it, I was like, I know what chapter right? it's in. That's I don't know what page yet, but <laughs> it's very easy to find. It's in uh, the Ministry Jesus of Magic Christ. chapter. It's right there. All right, Eric. What are you doing, oh. Eric? Prove me it's all, wrong. He's only God one man. Just coming in through the toilets. <laughs> he's only he's, one man. He can't. What else? You on break, Eric? Hours. Eric is like smoking, I work Eric? nine. Eric's like I work nine to five, and that's it. I work nine to five, and I do not work overtime because they do not pay me overtime. It's just Eric. This is not a 24-hour security facility. We are only secure yep, when most basically. people are here who are magical. <laughs> everyone everyone <laughs> works together. It takes a village. That's not what... <laughs> magical cooperation. Okay, we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna keep going. Um, mm. So Dumbledore tells McGonagall this to wake the other mess. Weasleys. Don't try. Yeah, tells McGonagall to wake the other Weasleys, um, and she asks about Molly... Um, that will be a job for Fox when he is finished keeping a lookout for anybody approaching, said Dumbledore, but she may already know that excellent clock of hers. Um, so Harry knows that Dumbledore is referring to, um, 
Mrs. Weasley's clock that kind of shows where and, like, how? I mean, yeah. Like, where and how her family members are. So, like, where they are and also, like, mortal whether they're mortal okay or not. So, um... Okay, so, like, does the... Does the... Does it, like, ding really loud with, um, when it's mortal peril? Because that thing must be going <laughs> off every single April slash May when Ron is Every like, time Ooh, Ron's I'm like, to. Right. yeah, hair. <laughs> like, that time, that time when Ron got dragged under the tree. It's just dinging, like dog. every. It was like, boop, boop. Yep. That time that Ron that jumped into a, went, a hole, um, a trap in door pipes, in, the building, in the third floor corridor. Sink. Yeah. That time that he went into the forest to see Aragog. Um, yeah, so that thing just like goes off, and Molly's. Molly, Molly looked at her clock like she's like, Harry looks at the sneakerscope. It's broken. <laughs> Nah, bitch, your family just always in mortal Actually, peril. Actually, I think Molly probably... Always. Yo, kids. <laughs> I think Molly probably turned it off for third year, and then Voldemort came back I mean, and she's like, like by the next book, turn stupid clog back By off. the next book, all of them so are just off. pointing Every five to seconds peril, went- so, like, it's not helpful. Right. <laughs> it's like, you don't right. know where they went. They're just right. always at mortal in mortal peril. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, so... It would be also... Sorry, it would be really funny if there was, like, a hand on the clock because she's got so many boys. I mean, also just kids in general, like baby making or like <laughs> you in danger girl. Just like uh, when it's time to like she kind of puts like in when her it's time to be like okay, we need to have the talk. <laughs> oh yeah, because they would also do that for her and our, okay, yeah, never mind. That's not a good idea. Yeah, I don't think it's a good idea. I I'm just thinking about my mom really with my brother. Everyone involved. Whatever my brother would be in all. high school, my mom would be like, "Don't come back here getting no girls pregnant." Like that was like her like sign off. But she didn't want to know right. that. She was just warning. To yeah, like, I feel like that's a don't that's, do that. that's an invasion like, of privacy. Like, I feel Mom's like you should. You should know. Don't you know? Molly can send a Molly can send a howler. Molly can send a howler and just like shut that down. Yeah. Why would she do that? But she don't want to know. Because mm. the outcome. She what know. are you doing? She doesn't want to know. <laughs> Go to your room. <laughs> That's funny. Not my daughter. But she wouldn't want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> you would never want to have sex. You would just scare scared straight. I would like to and it's move hairy. on. Alright, I'm just... <laughs> This is all screw myself in this narrative. Okay, so um, all right, yeah, Dumbledore is rummaging in a cupboard behind Harry and Ron. He pulls out a blackened old kettle, which he places carefully upon the desk, and he raises his wand and murmurs, "Portis." Um, for a moment, the kettle trembles, glowing with an odd blue light, and then quivers until the rest um, as solidly black as ever, because. Dumbledore can just make port keys all willy-nilly. You know, it's what happens when you're super powerful and shit. Um, he goes to another yeah. portrait, this time a clever-looking wizard with a pointed beard who had been painted wearing the Slytherin colors of green and silver and was apparently sleeping so deeply that he could not hear Dumbledore's voice when he attempted to rouse him. Phineas. Phineas. Um, Liar. And now some of the other portraits were abandoning all pretense of sleep and we're all shouting at Phineas as well. They're like, fam, wake the fuck up. What are you doing? Phineas and like, then helping these when, goddamn <laughs> Gryffindors. When Phineas could not pretend nail, nail. any longer, he gave a theatrical <laughs> jerk and opened his eyes wide. Did someone call? 
I need you to visit your other portraits again, portrait again, said Dumbledore. I've got another message. Visit my other portrait, said Phineas, giving a long fake yawn. Oh no, Dumbledore, I am too tired tonight. <laughs> you are a portrait. You only know sleep. You're not real. <laughs> <laughs> like fam like you just, someone oh painted God, you tired, that is so mean you're not real Robin he's literally <laughs> a painting a he's not, I know, he died like, a long time ago that's like that's like if you went to Mac's daughter and you were like you're in, not real in a fictional you're not real, book bye bye it's still sad you said when I went to who if I, I went oh, to oh Mac's daughter oh sorry I, I just yeah. didn't hear um okay but also like when Gemma went to Ada and was like, you're not real. That was just... Yeah, but Ada was a crazy robot bitch. But before that, when she was just a regular robot, it was a no. She wasn't real. (laughs) Phineas ain't real, fam. He's not. Um, So, basically, I say all this to say he don't need no sleep. Um, Insubordination, sir, roared a corpulent, red-nosed wizard brandishing his fist. I'm pretty sure that's Florian Fortescue's... um, like grand like ancestor i'm pretty sure Grandpappy. Um, yeah something like that dereliction mm. of duty I, these words oh are really great they're so good balderdash poppycock <laughs> loads of those tosh <laughs> um we are honor bound to give service to the present headmaster of hogwarts um cried armando dippet shame on you phineas Shall I persuade him, Dumbledore, called a gimlet-eyed witch, raising an unusually thick wand that did not look unlike a birch rod. Can they curse each other in the... I don't... I don't, I don't think so either. Maybe it just means he's about to come over to his portrait and, like, maybe it's a meet me in Temecula type of situation. Yeah. Bash him in the I head. I mean, I think that that's also an option and it's, you know... Yeah. Yeah, it's the only one. I think it's the right. option. They can get drunk. They can get drunk. They can they kill each, each other. Right. They can kill each other. Right. They can just beat each other until they pass out, and then you wake up and you just right. bruised. Like you beat each other till you wishing for death, yeah. but nope, no go. Yeah. I would love a meet me in Temecula situation with the portraits. <laughs> right. Meet me in a seventh floor corridor by. Meet me uh, at Sir Cadigan. <laughs> meet me at. You, you want to come for me? Sir Cadigan. Let me see. You don't know nothing. <laughs> I'm just here for it. I can't believe that yeah. was a thing that happened um, in my life. I almost anyway. went to Temecula so I can watch. We were like, we were reading that in real time. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I was. We we were there together when it happened. So I'm, I mean, I'm sighing like I was were not, we not also there. Were we not thinking? We were I, also you know, like, it was. I mean, it was a conversation that was had. If we could, we could get there in time. If we left now, <laughs> we could get to Nicola. <laughs> Me and my family have no chill. Wow. It was actually branded. It was real out it here. Was probably branded. I just remember Let's being call there. It spade a spade. <laughs> Right, because if you were in San Diego, then actually, yeah, that was like literally like an hour away. Y'all could have made it. Anyway, moving on. Um, Oh, very well, said (laughs) Phineas. Though he may well have destroyed my picture by now. He's done most of the family. Sirius knows not to destroy your portrait, said Dumbledore. And Harry finally realizes where the fuck he knows Phineas from. But it's okay. He has a lot going on. Um, 
you are <laughs> you, you were to give him don't know that dude it's fine like i'm so bad with faces and names like you don't know his yeah, name yeah but i mean like he's a portrait uh, he doesn't know like his name but he was like dude i think it was like the face but also like if you have a portrait that's like laughing at you all the time in your room and then he turns out to also be in Dumbledore's office. I mean, office. I also feel like if you have that portrait, you always forget because at a certain point, Walburga is like, mm, "Don't say blood half breed." <laughs> she just takes up your attention span. Like, oh yeah, that one portrait that yelled at me before she called me a, a bear. Curse of my flesh. <laughs> that one. It's true. It's one of them. Then the other ones. <laughs> that one. That's true. Um, uh, you were to give him a message that Arthur Weasley has been gravely injured and that his wife, children, and Harry Potter will be arriving at his house shortly. Do you understand? Arthur Weasley injured, wife and children, and Harry Potter coming to stay, said uh, Phineas in a bored voice. Yes, yes, very well. Um, and then he disappears. Um, and then Fred, George, and Ginny show up with McGonagall. Um, Ginny asks what's going on. Um, or Ginny asks Harry what's going on, and then Dumbledore responds, Your father has been injured in the course of his work for the Order of the Phoenix. He has been taken to St. Mungo's Hospital for magical maladies and injuries. I am sending you back to Sirius's house, which is much, much more convenient for the hospital than the borough. You will meet your mother there. Um, Fred asks if they're going to go buy flu powder, and Dumbledore says, Flu powder isn't safe at the moment. The network is being watched. You will take a port key. We are just waiting for Phineas to report back, and I wish to be sure that the coast is clear before sending you. There was a flash of flame in the middle of the office, leaving behind a single gold feather and that floated gently to the floor. So this is the thing that we like started off with as oh, a yeah, tangent um, at the beginning of last uh, mm-hmm. chapter. Um, it's Fox's warning. Fan, like, but I love how Fox can like send Fox gold is feathers. I mean, I think like, he has Fox some gold. Scarlet. Like I think it's like a like an ombre effect, but like. <laughs> I'm ready to see ombre. like Rihanna rock that ombre to gold, red mm-hmm. to gold. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, oh, she's man. the only one who could pull it off, to be honest, except for Fox. But Fox is a bird. Yep, exactly. That's that's why I thought of her. That big red wig from the other the other day. day that I saw somewhere, probably in our Slack, where it's like this is the the. Oh, I thought you were saying from yeah. the Met. The Met Gala, and you're like the other. I, I didn't. I didn't let you finish. No. <laughs> no, there was a picture that somebody posted in some Slack group I'm in. Might have been this one um, of Rihanna with like a giant red wig, and it was oh, like this yeah, Medusa I didn't see that. from Inhumans that we asked for and didn't get. Slack. Who knows? Yeah. Um, join yeah. the Slack if you would also like to see random pictures of Rihanna in red wigs. You know, if the nerdy stuff didn't get you. Maybe that I mean, listen, that is a selling point if I ever heard one. You know? I would like to see Rihanna in red wigs. <laughs> I'm to go join this slack. <laughs> okay. Um, this is supposed Fox's, to be a quick chapter. It was, and I already knew it wasn't going to be. You asked, and I was like, there's three of us. There's no way. No, it's not your fault. It's just when the three of us are it's together. It's not my fault. It's just, it's just a mix of... <laughs> Like a thing that happens, and there's no way it's going to be done in a reasonable amount of time. That's fun and feelings. Okay. Um, so the dynamic. It's, the it's, dynamic. Yeah, it's it's not one person's fault. It's just. And we and went there's on. a lot of stuff happening in this chapter. Yes. Speaking so of the put chapter, it back to the chapter. It's very true. And Speaking we yelled about Johnny chapter, Depp for a long um, time. So it's Fox's warning. She must know you're out of bed. Um, Minerva, go head her off. Tell her any story. And Professor McGonagall was gone in a swish of turn. 
because she's like, I'm in here in my plaid and I'm about to go out here and install a bitch. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) You know? Mature up real quick. (laughs) Also, I I did want to point out that was probably what happened. Um, Mrs. Norris, when she was there before, she either went to Filch or Umbridge, or probably Filch and then Umbridge. She went to Filch and Filch and Dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why. See, that's why I think they have cat fights. Probably. That's why I think they have cat fights. She's a snitch. Because Miss Norris is a a tattletale. And she's like, and McGonagall's also like, and Mrs. Norris is like, and McGonagall's also like, dance with the one who brung you this bitch brand new i've been here what you doing <laughs> been here yeah. taking sides against um, the family all right uh he says he'll be delighted um said phineas my great great grandson has always had an odd taste in house guests which is just so rude like considering all the shit that went down like you were acting like you were asleep but you weren't so you know what's happening if he knew go ahead and like he insult knew. the people you, in the i room. don't want them I don't want them assholes in my family house. The problem. At least he's not shouting shame of my flesh. <laughs> Filthy blood traitors. And... <laughs> not right he's now. He's got a little bit, bit more tapped. Yeah. Only... It's probably where she learned it from. I bet I mean, you'd be you like, probably where like, she learned that language from. Say though. hello to my goddaughter or whatever. She is grand niece. I don't know what they are. My relative. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because he doesn't have cousins. Okay, moving on. Um, you have all used a port key before? Asked Dumbledore. Good. On the count of three, then. One, two. It happened in the fraction of a second in the infinitesimal pause b- before Dumbledore said three. Harry looked up at him. They were very close together, and Dumbledore's clear blue gaze moved from the port key to Harry's face. At once, Harry's scar burned white hot as though the old wound had burst open again and unbidden, unwanted, but terrifyingly strong. There rose within Harry a hatred so powerful he felt for an instant that for an instant that he would like nothing better than to strike, to bite, to sink his fangs into the man before him. Three, um, three things. One, Horcrux. Actually, four things. One Horcrux. Ooh. Two, that was just some really great writing. So I just want to point yeah. that out, even though like Joe began on our nerves <laughs> in real life back when she wrote this in like 1995. Or just kidding. Yeah. Like 1999. She was lit. Or 2000, she was 2000, that bitch back from then. 2000 to 2005. 2000. That she was lit. Um, also, um, yeah, want to point out that Harry does not scream, Look at me at Dumbledore at any moment in this in this scene. So I do I also want to point out in the time movie. out, time out. I don't. I also want to point out that Snape doesn't come in and immediately yank Harry into the dungeons for an occlumency lesson with no context or anything. I just those are things. No, yeah. it's not. And that's Is the point. Is that what happens? <laughs> <laughs> just, just needed to put that out there. I would say that in terms of, of in terms of film adaptation, nope. Nope. to get across the feeling that Harry oh, look feels at me in one? all yeah, of these sure. words, to scream, look at me, makes sense. And I sure. appreciate that in the movie okay. because mm-hmm. it conveys what took Two or three pages it. to convey. <laughs> She's still not with the it. The rest of the stuff you got a point. <laughs> but God is still not with it. I will I also really counter with sure. Really good directing. I will know, also maybe. counter with Voldemort shoots glass and then Dumbledore turns no. it okay. into sand. But, but do you remember the part where all of a sudden Dumbledore's in a suit? 
Do you know where that came Damn. from or why? <laughs> that, that was just fucking awesome. They were like, that looks good. Let's no, that. I'm that sorry. Cool. That didn't look good. That looked weird. Also, you know, again, just want to point out, David Yates. That was his first movie directing Harry Potter. Just want to, you know, throw that out there. Um, I think that yeah. was supposed to convey, Yikes. like, Harry's trash paranoia trash. and Voldemort everywhere. Yeah, but that's, that's what not that was supposed to a thing convey. that happened in the books at all. But it's an adaptation. Yeah, no. No. And Elliot didn't go running so around fucking bad, which I love that shit. Well, I really Sorry. didn't love it. I don't, and also, no one else knows what <laughs> you're talking about. So we're gonna move on because I'm pretty sure one, we talked shit about that. Also, All two, right. uh, the no ground one else knows what you're talking about. <laughs> talking about except for Eliana. <laughs> That's it. The goddamn running scene. Ugh. So the ground vanished from beneath his feet. His hand was glued to the kettle. Uh, he was banging into the others. This just sounds like a terrible way to travel. He was banging into the others as he sped forward in a swirl of colors and a rush of wind, the kettle pulling them onward, and then his feet hit the ground so hard that his knees buckled, the kettle clattering to the ground, and somewhere close at hand, a voice said, Back out again. The blood trader brat is, brats. Is it true their father's dying? Um, out. Sorry. Your second really, voice. Really, scrambled. That was you can't creature. Just be saying right. that. You can't just. Come on, could you can't just be saying your father's dying. But like, where it's he true. learned it's it very from. True. Also, he learned um, it from the mama's pain. This is just like a <laughs> aha moment. Um, serious shouts at creature to get out, and then he like actually leaves. So. That's when he leaves. From here on out. That's when he leaves. Yep. That's when he just, leaves. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm sorry. That's when he leaves. I have a duty to the facts. Fuck y'all. I know. I have a duty See, to the I facts. I didn't bring the feelings like, this time. The feelings are, are a part of it. I'm the facts person. It's a duty to the facts. Feelings, we do. The point happens. is, fuck you and your facts. Yeah. Fuck the point. We feelings. have to bring these fuck things. Fuck you and your facts. <laughs> fuck Joe and his fucking book. <laughs> fuck. Fuck all y'all! Oh man, my man serious is one step closer to yeah, death. Page four seventy-five. Oh! Sorry. You Okay. Alright. Harry Harry scrambled to his feet, looked around. They had arrived in the gloomy basement kitchen of number twelve Grimald Place. The only sources of light were the fire and one guttering candle, which illuminated the remains of a solitary supper. Creature was disappearing through the door to the hall, through, looking back at them malevolently as he hitched up his loincloth. <laughs> Sirius was hurrying around, hurrying toward them all, looking anxious. He was unshaven and still in his day clothes. There was still a slightly mungungus no. whiff of stale and drink he was about turning him because he hasn't showered in days. He just uh, he, um, he needs he needs where's by Remus? Himself. <laughs> Poor, where's Remus? Where's Remus? <laughs> Just always, yes. where's Remus? Hashtag That's the hashtag. Remus. That's the true hashtag. Where's Remus to be doing this? Um, Why not Remus? Actually, if you read all the fanfic, Remus is there. Either shipping the two of them, or I've read some delightful ones where Remus and Tonks are all flirty, flirty, and he's like, "Serious? What he's do I do? I'm like, PTSD." And and didn't and we just talk about Sirius has no games? Kind of fanfic. He went to jail at 21. 
was there for 11 yes, years. That as well. And, and then was stuck in the house. He hasn't seen a girl. He has no game. Since <laughs> fucking, like, we talked about Hogwarts. that last episode. <laughs> Pretty sure the last girl right. he saw was Lily J. <laughs> That's true. Um, what's going on? He said, stretching out a hand to help Ginny up. Phineas the jealous and Ar- said, Arthur's been badly injured. Ask Carrie, said Fred. Yeah, I want to hear this for myself, said George. The twins and Ginny were staring at him. Creature's footsteps had stopped mm-hmm. on the stairs outside because he's oh, spying fuck. and also at the door. Um, it was... He's spying at the door? So uh, Creature's spying. Yeah. Wait, where are we? Oh, no. Oh. That's not how... Right now, yeah. how Voldemort finds out. I think that's how Voldemort finds out about their connection. I mean, or did something else happen? Uh, but Voldemort doesn't feel it. I can't remember if he feels at some it. point, and it's just like I can't remember oh, if he crap, feels it or if he knows from this moment when Arthur gets and saved. And that's when he starts to. Uh, but it would have to be if he knows from this moment when Arthur gets saved. It would have to be creature. Yeah. Then creature confirmed it. I think mm-hmm. he knows just by but I don't context. Think Voldemort but then knows confirms yet. it. Maybe. But Either way, right. he doesn't know yet. Yeah, but yeah. Right, but I think that. Because otherwise, how would they know, he, they know to save yeah, that's what I, Arthur, yeah. right? He would know around this time, I think. But I think Creature's a part yeah. of that. Creature's... Mm-hmm. His Creature's steps, footsteps said, stopped on the stairs outside. It was... It had been... Oh, this was even worse than telling McGonagall and Dumbledore. I had a kind of vision. And he told them all that he had seen, though he had altered the story so that it sounded like he had watched from the sidelines as the snake attacked, even though Ron was sitting right next to you when you said that you were watching it from the snake's point of view. Um, so kudos to Ron, I guess, for not for or having being in shock. some tact and not I just that too. his cover story. I'm sure. I don't know I, yeah. what happened. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. That too. But I think, Y'all yeah, yeah. think talking at me and my daddy's hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that he's, he's kind of like, why did, I think yeah. he's like, I think he also just understands why he wouldn't say that. Like, Ron was there when Harry was having to tell it to Dumbledore, and, like, Dumbledore needs yeah. all of the facts, right? Um, and I also think that, like, yeah, yeah. like you said, Ron's in shock, yeah. and he's just like, I don't really know what to say or to... Yeah, and I don't think yeah, he blames Harry really either, right? Like, he's not, he didn't... Because I think if, even if he was in shock, he might have been like, you right. did it, you know what I mean? Like, so... But, like, he doesn't do that because he knows that, like, even if Harry was, like, like, he saw Harry thrashing around, right? Like, so he knows Harry didn't really do it. So, yeah. 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 Um, So rather than from behind the snake's own eyes, Ron, who was still very white, gave him a fleeting look but did not speak. When Harry had finished speaking, Ron, George, and Ginny continued to stare at him for a moment. Harry did not know if he was imagining it, whether he was imagining it or not, but he fancied that there was something accusatory in their looks. Well, if they were going to blame him for just seeing the attack, he was glad he had not told them that he had been inside the snake at the time. His mum here, Fred said, uh, turning serious. She probably doesn't even know what's happened yet. The important thing was to get you guys away from Umbridge before, before Umbridge can interfere. I expect Dumbledore is letting Molly know now. We have to go to St. Mungo's, Jenny said urgently. She looked around at her brothers. They were still, of course, in their pajamas. Sirius, can you lend us cloaks or anything? Hold on, you can't go tearing off to St. Mungo's. Of course we can go to St. Mungo's if we want. He's our dad, Fred said. 
And how are you going to explain that you knew Arthur was attacked before the hospital even let his wife know? What does that matter, George said hotly. It matters because we don't want to draw attention to the fact that Harry is having visions of things that are happening hundreds of miles away, said Sirius angrily. Have any of you, have you any idea what the ministry would make of that information? Fred and George looked as though they could not care less what the ministry made of anything. Harry, still white-faced and silent, Ginny said, Something, somebody else could have told us. We could have heard it somewhere other than Harry. Like who, said Sirius impatiently. Listen, your dad's been hurt while on duty for the order, and the circumstances are fishy enough as it is without his children looking, without his children know it about it seconds after it happened. You, you could seriously damage the orders. We don't care about the dumb order, and we know that he said some other word, um, but <laughs> Joe censored it out. <laughs> Shouted Fred. It's our dad dying we're talking about, said George. Your father knew what he was getting into. He won't thank you for messing up things for the order, Sirius said angrily in his turn. This is how it is. This is why you're not in the order. You don't understand. There are things worth dying for. Go ahead and say it. And mm-hmm. I have some thoughts. I just... I just... I just... 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 He's... <laughs> Robin! <laughs> Robin, I haven't said anything yet! <laughs> I, I can't even formulate thoughts, but obviously, I mean, Sirius and the war and all of his like his own PTSD from losing. Yeah, Robin doesn't want to hear she it. She really took I mean, that's fine. off. I, I, so I do want to point out before we get all the way into the feelings that, the, like, and and Sirius says it right. Like, this is why y'all aren't in the order. Like, this is literally why they're not in the order, right? Because like shit goes yeah. down they're like oh no we gotta do and that's mm-hmm. you know and that's reasonable right it's a reasonable response reasonable response it's like what your default would yeah. be but when you're in a spy organization fighting against nazis you have to be discreet and you can't like be all out up out here yeah. and like as kids I, they just don't understand that yet so like some of it is like the, you know earlier they were talking about we're of age we should be able to do anything. but it's also like a level of maturity and like life experience and all these things um, understanding that also the kind of priority kind of consequences impri- exactly mm-hmm. that need to, um, an opportunity cost mm-hmm. lots of things jesus yeah jesus that kind of like lend to whether or I'm, not you're i'm, I'm broken ready yeah. to do this um i mean i, I didn't gonna, even actually I'm, say no, i was gonna say fred i was gonna move on to fred who to says that saying, easy for you to say stuck here i don't see you risking your neck which he should have been like Sirius takes a moment also, and he takes a deep breath and he, he holds it. Slapped in but the my face. thing is, is like, how do you think he got an Azkaban? Like, right. All of his friends, like, just think about like right, all the things like, that happened to him when all he was like, in the friends first are dead. Oh my I god! I think he's risked. Now no. I'm thinking about the little book and reading. Oh, oh his friends are dead. Oh. I started thinking yes. about. And then all of my fr- then there's yeah, a sequel oh, that said all of my I, friends are still um, dead. Um, was not thinking about that book. I was thinking about um I can't even think of the name of the person anymore because all these feelings. Never mind. I'll move on. <laughs> but um I just flash back to Prisoner of Azkaban when they're yell he's yelling at um mm-hmm, Peter exactly. and it's like, well then you should have mm-hmm. died for them. That like same emotion is like still in his chest. Um, because, and that's why his color <laughs> drains from his face, because Fred really should have been hit, and Sirius really did think about it, but he does, like, mm-hmm. find some chill. <laughs> his rare moment of finding chill. Um, yeah. And oh, where is Remus? And where's Remus? Where is Remus? I mean, Remus is... Because Remus has feelings, too. We just always discounting Remus's 
equal feelings yeah. on this terrible, well, terrible I think issue. Another thing to think about when we're talking um, about Sirius and the pushback of the twins in this moment is it's not easy for Sirius to be stuck in the house. And they all know that. I mean, obviously, they're in a, it's like a highly charged, emotionally Absolutely. charged moment. So not like, you know, you say things. Yeah. Um, I don't know how, but you're like, when you're at least rational and most emotional, your brain can zero in on the thing that they know will hurt the most. <laughs> weird. But yeah, it does. It hurts serious that he's not out there and he would like, if given, given the choice, he would like, he It's another thing that um, Harry gets from his godfather somehow, even though they've only known each other for like a year, but like he would put himself in Arthur's place if he could. <laughs> Like he's he's much, and absolutely. I was just thinking he would have been there if they would have let him. And so, to then mm-hmm. right, and there's some of, anger about that too. Of like he could have done something, and it's like this man has a family, and Sirius is like, look, I don't anymore. Like it's just me and Remus left. Like I'm here by myself, stuck here in this house. I would totally be out there, and his yeah, family yeah. wouldn't be oh. suffering right now. Fred is wrong, Sirius is sad, everything, everything. Ugh. Everything hurts. So, so he refrains from hitting Fred, and he's like, I know it's hard, but we've got to act as though we don't know anything yet. We've got to stay put, at least until we hear from your mother, all right? Also, they're forgetting that, like, they did remove them from Hogwarts. Mm -hmm. Like, they... There is action being taken. They're, it's just not moving fast enough for them, which is totally understandable. But it's not like they're like, let's have this conversation also, in Dumbledore's office when we could have been moving somewhere else. They did like remove them from Hogwarts so that they could be closer. Right, to and you also can't just the like central location where the hospital, hospital is. Like, I want to see my dad. Like, that's not how it works. He's like in. He's getting like operated on. Yeah. Like, like thing. They're yeah. not just gonna be able to walk in there and go see him. Like that's just not how it works. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so they're like, still gonna you hold might them as well stay at, at the, a house at the that lobby you're, like, or whatever. Well, like semi comfortable in, but like, right, take a nap and, like, and get close. You're close enough. And get close. The naps aren't happening, but you know what I mean. Like the naps aren't like, happening. <laughs> it's better but, to like yeah. stay with people you know and like family than to just be stuck in a hospital waiting room, like where you still can't do anything. Like and you still don't. You still don't yeah. know anything. Right? They're not so, telling you anything. Yeah. You're still just sitting there around more sick people. Mm-hmm. Like that just seems like a terrible place. A terrible thing to do um if there's no like yeah so they all kind of deflate uh, they all kind of deflate and start settling in into the house the twins stared at Sirius another minute then took seats on the other side of Ginny that's all right that's right said Sirius encouragingly come on all let's all let's all have a drink while we're waiting Accio Butterbeer and he poured himself some fire whiskey because he still needs to get a little more drunk uh, <laughs> he's like I was not cut out for this I was having a nice lonely dinner and now I have to like deal with all these emotional children um, he raised his wand as he spoke and half a dozen bottles came flying toward them out of the pantry skidded from the table skidded along the table scattering the debris of Sirius's meal and stopped neatly in front of the six of them they all drank and for a while the only sound was of the cracking crackling of the kitchen fire and the soft thud of their bottles on the table harry was only drinking to have something to do with his hands his stomach was full of horrible hot bubbling guilt 
They would not be here if it were not for him. They'd all still be asleep in bed. And it would be no good telling himself that by raising the alarm, he had ensured that Mr. Weasley was found because there was also the inescapable business of it being he who had attacked Mr. Weasley yeah. in the first place. Which no. he tells himself. Which, not no. how that works. He's true. like, don't... <laughs> Yeah, don't be stupid. You don't have fangs, <laughs> he told himself, trying to keep calm, though the hand on his butterbeer bottle was shaking. You were lying in bed. You weren't attacking anyone. But then what just happened in Dumbledore's office? He asked himself. I felt like I wanted to attack like Dumbledore, too. He, <laughs> he put the bottle <laughs> down. <laughs> oh, no. Um, he put the bottle down on the table a little harder than he meant to, so that it sloped over onto the table. No one took any notice. Then a burst of fire in midair illuminated the dirty plate plates in front of them, and as they gave cries of shock, a scroll of parchment fell in a thud on the table, accompanied by a single golden <laughs> phoenix tail feather. Shake a tail feather. However that song goes. Um, Fox, Sirius said at once, snatching up the parchment. That's not Dumbledore's writing. It must be a message from your mother. Here. He thrust the letter into George's hand, who ripped it open and read aloud. Dad is still alive. I'm setting out for St. Mungo's now. Stay where you um, are. I will send news as soon quick. as I can. So that was, uh, the George looked around the table. Last episode, um, is Fox can also send other people's letters. Because he's lit. Yeah. But it's like sort of like a it's like he's operating key, but someone else himself. the letter, yeah. Famous. But I, I guess hmm. I wonder if you just like write your letter, pick the tail. You know, Fox is like here, take this feather, and you take it and Something. then put it onto the thing, and it just like I don't know poof, whatever it is, Fox is disappear. I guess that one. <laughs> it's literally um, lit. So George it's literally uh, lit. says, "Still alive," but that makes it sound. Um, it sounded to Harry too, as though Mr. Weasley was hovering somewhere between life and death. Um, Ron stares at the back of his mother's letter, as though it, as though it might speak words of comfort to him. So Ron like hasn't said anything this whole time. Like, yeah, so I mean, they're all kind of just like waiting, and that's kind of a horrible position to be in in this kind of situation. Um, especially when, like, I mean, it's it's it just period, but then, like, on top of it, like, Harry having seen it, and, like, it's just, like, it's, it's lucky that he did see it, right? Because otherwise, like, Arthur would be dead as fuck, but, like, also just, yeah, it just makes it a little bit harder, I think, in terms of, like, waiting. So, at one point, Sirius suggests that they all go to bed, but without any real conviction, and the Weasleys' looks of disgust were answer enough. Um, so they spent the rest of the night <laughs> sitting in silence um, until Mrs. Weasley enters uh, and tells them all that Arthur is going to be all right. He's sleeping um, and we can all go and see him later. Bill's sitting with him now. He's going to take the morning off work. So yay, Arthur's alive. Yay. I was, yeah, I was going to say, I kind of wanted to leave Unlike alone. Unlike Joe's We've original Remus. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm gonna leave it there. God damn I'm it. Leave it there. Okay, so um breakfast said Sirius loudly in a and I, you know, read that actually in Robin's voice, which is hilarious. You wanna read just that dialogue for me, please? Cause when I read it, I heard your voice. <laughs> breakfast yeah. in that comic strip uh that <laughs> breakfast. Clarissa did. I don't With sound like that. No, but literally Robin's like, if you were to read that out, Bayana. where's that accursed Bayana. house health? No. Creature, create like that's. Please read it. I'm gonna wait for okay, you to find fine. it. Okay, <laughs> fine. 
It is your voice. Um, yeah, I just put it, I put it down because I wasn't reading anything. Breakfast, said Sirius loudly and joyfully, jumping up to his feet. Where is that accursed house self? Creature? Creature? <laughs> well, forget it then. So it's breakfast for, let's see, uh, seven? Bacon and eggs, I think, and some tea and toast. <laughs> I hate y'all. So this Not is why monkey. you like Sirius so much. You'd have no chill. And Sirius has no chill. It was great. It was perfect. <laughs> Sirius has no chill. Okay. You have no chill. I don't like being laughed at. I'm not laughing at mm. you. I'm just, I'm appreciating mm. your similarities. Mm. Yeah. It's with I'm really joy happy about in it. my heart. It's with joy in my heart. Because you love Sirius. I do love Sirius. So you Sirius. got to read Sirius's mm. dialogue. Because he knows what's up. He knows about the important thing. And... Spoiler alert! You get spoiler alert! You it's get true. to legally see. Look at you! Look at this you! It's a good day. He's in it and he does stuff. Um. Also, pointing Thriving. out. Sorry, Robin. Book. Um. Creature does not answer the summons. I'm just pointing that out. Um. <laughs> he dipped. <laughs> wow. Mood whiplash mm-hmm. like none other before. Because she was literally dancing because she gets to make serious for MVP. Yeah. And then now she is literally a crying emoji. Like, the crying, like, emo- like you can't see it unless you're watching this recording. But, like, the tears are, like, spouting out of her eyes like the crying emoji. Um, just so you all have a visual of what's happening right now. Um, since it is a podcast. So we just wanted to make sure that you were enlightened. So and could Harry, it in your mind. Um, hurries to help Sirius. Um, I'm so mad at J.K. Rowling. Like, this... 2017 is the year. Uh, December 2017. She just. I know that she didn't tell us to read this chapter today in this setting this closely, but it's still her fault. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. Mm-hmm. We have a nice godfather, and then she goes and she kills him. Pony's laughing at me, but it's not funny. It's really sad. I'm somewhere between it you is. and Connie. It's like, so I can't decide sad. if I want to laugh or just cry, too. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. I'm laughing to avoid crying, because then I think about Remus. Oh, because Remus is what gets your and your emotional attention. I mean, wait, but can we actually? I'm sorry. Not that I'm really Remus sorry. Is not that I'm about really to do this. Sad. I'm sorry. I'm about to do this. Yes. Can we talk no. about how? No, um, don't compare. How right now she's she's foreshadowing right or like setting up Sirius's death, but in making Arthur alive, she's also setting up Remus's death. So this whole chapter so is this awful. Is... Fuck it. This whole episode should be called J.K. Rowling is trash. <laughs> Except not. Because she gave us these books, but fuck her still. <laughs> but yeah. It's but she is trash. She gave us a heart right now, and then trash. she ripped it out and stopped she's trash it. trash opinions. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, were you using that? Oh. So in the book, she rips it out. And then no, when she like no, supports it. No, 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 no. When so like, she writes the book, like, she gives it to trash. us. And then she breaks it. Yeah. And then with the Johnny Depp thing, she just takes it back and then stomps right. on it and throws it in a trash compactor. And then, like, after that, takes it out and then throws it in a shredder. We're dead oh, inside. okay. Yeah, that's about right. Uh, <laughs> all yeah. right. 
So, um, Harry goes to help, but then Mrs. Weasley, um, comes and gives him a hug and says, I don't know what would have happened if it hadn't been for you. They might not have found Arthur for hours and then it would have been too late, but thanks to you, he's alive and Dumbledore has been able to think up a good cover story for Arthur being where he was. You've no idea what trouble he would have been in otherwise. Look at poor Sturgis, who was actually pretty built. Sorry, this is kind of a tangent, but if you go on Pottermore, there's, um, these images of, like, someone... I don't know, they probably hired someone to make, um, like, to make the portrait of the original order, um, the second order, and the and Dumbledore's army. Um, and Sturgis Podmore is built like a linebacker. Just saying. And Elpheus Doge, Dodge, <laughs> ooh, he needed some vitamins. Like, I just, <laughs> he went through it. So in the picture of so the the way Pottermore sets it up is that they split it between the first war and the second war, which as we know is like twenty years apart, like that's it. But homie Elphias is like slick black hair. He's still got like no teeth, so he's got that like dentures, like pinch of his mouth, like the way his mouth is set up, it looks like he has no teeth. But like in the second picture, he's like completely gray haired and the the deep, like seventeen extra like lines of wrinkles. Set. And it's like what happened deep in the Twenty years, and then, and it's like, what happened in the twenty years between wars? Like, it, it was only twenty years. Like, was he an Azkaban? Oh, like, what? Went, even serious transition was like the before and after for meth heads. You know, like before they started meth, and then after they started. Like, that's what it looks like. I swear to God, because <laughs> Dumbledore is just. God, he just goes white. He goes gray, which is cool, right? Dumbledore has his Gandalf evolution, but Elpheus is but Elpheus goes goes gray. Got some deep set wrinkle, like deep, like each, each wrinkle tells a story. Like I was like, are those wrinkles? Or are those scars? Like it is just, it is a it is a transition that has. That, like, a whole, like, instead of Fantastic Beast, let's do the crimes of Elpheus Doge. Like, what did this man go through? What did he do? I just choked I'm just asking. And he got a, he goes from, like, he goes from a pit pack to a fez. Like, it just, it, it is all wrong on so many levels. Uh, Seltzer water literally just went up, my, went up my nose when you said oh, that. No. <laughs> like yeah. It does. It looks. Uh, but, am I lying? Does it oh not look like no. before and after? <laughs> no. Like this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's oh why my I gosh. spit my water out. Fun fun fact though is that Dorcas Meadows okay. is black. And then on that note, so keep talking. We're gonna move on. And lavender brown is still brown. Power. Fuck those pictures. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Keep going. Okay. So. Um, Amen. Molly talk, goes to Sirius and says, I'm so grateful. They think he'll be there a little while and it would be wonderful to be near. Of course, that would mean we, um, we're we here for Christmas. The more the merrier, said Sirius, which, su- which with such obvious sincerity that Mrs. Weasley beamed at him, threw on an apron and began to help with breakfast. I mean, like, of course Sirius wants people there for Christmas. Also, guys are recording this and it's almost Christmas. Our timing is impeccable. Impeccable. But yeah, I just feel like... That's what, also, it's almost Christmas. And you know the only person I've bought presents for is the non-Christmas celebrating Viana. That's funny. And I usually get an extra week. But I got a bunch of presents for her. Yeah, that's see, that's the thing. I don't really buy presents until I mean I really appreciate it and shout out, but I do like the post-Christmas uh 
Sales. Sales. That's what I was going for too. But yeah. then like these like two things were like, guess what? Bayana needs these. Mm-hmm. You better buy them now. Like I tried to wait on my NSYNC gear and it all sold out. I'm still sad about it. I don't have an NSYNC Christmas sweater. I'm sorry. It's okay. That's really sad. It's very sad. Like they made them for me. That actually is really sad. I was listening to NSYNC yesterday. That has nothing to do with anything we're talking about. Let's move on. Uh... Sirius asked, or Harry asked Sirius if he can talk to him. So they go into the dark pantry, which, you know, it's where all serious conversations should be had. I don't know. It seems weird. They could have gone to a room. Sirius tells Dumbledore about the, about like where he had been, where he'd actually been positioned when um, the thing with, uh, when the dream happened um and Sirius asks if he told Dumbledore and Harry says yes but he didn't tell me what it means um well he doesn't tell me anything anymore I'm sure he would have told you if it was anything to worry about said Sirius which is false but Sirius doesn't necessarily know that but that's not all said Harry Sirius I think I'm going mad back in Dumbledore's office just because just before we took the port key for a couple of seconds I thought I was a snake I felt like one my scar hurt really bad um, when I was looking at Dumbledore. Sirius, I wanted to attack him. He could only see a sliver on Sirius's face and the rest was in darkness. It must have been an aftermath of the vision, that's all. You were just thinking about the dream or whatever it was and it wasn't that, said Harry. It was like something <clears throat> rose up inside me. Like there was a snake inside me. You need to sleep, said Sirius. Um, you're going to have breakfast and then go upstairs to bed and then you can go and see Arthur after lunch with the others. You're in shock. You're blaming yourself for something you only witnessed and it's lucky you did witness it um, or Arthur might have died. Just stop worrying. Connie's back. We looked up and we were like, oh, she's gone. Oh, yeah. See, I, 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 I literally told you, Robin, started I told you water, so I needed to um, take care of that. sorry. But also she back. started it. <laughs> no, I didn't. It's true. That is very true. You're the oh, oldest. Stop saying that. I'm, uh, Kashana, one of our listeners, is like, you're like my older sister. And I was like, ugh. Which is like, yes, technically, I'm older. But I have been the baby my entire life. It doesn't life. mean old. It's funny. I don't have that issue. So being but I've also older like, than anyone I'm, just hurts. That's funny. I'm cool being the oldest. I've been the youngest pretty much everywhere else except for my family. So I'm just like, this is great. It's comfortable. I don't like it. I mean, Octa told me that I should tell Brandon that I was wanted to be the oldest, and I was like, "Nope, I'm good." I moved up here, and all of a sudden, I'm always the oldest. <laughs> I go back to San Diego, and I get to be one of the young ones. That's funny. Um. Okay. So. Yeah. So again, Parkrex. We just. I feel like every time there's something that's mentioned, and we should have started this a long time ago. Anytime something's mentioned and it's horror, we did this. Can we, we just did this? Can we just do it as like a Migos um, ad lib? Ad lib. Did we do not that during it? like Chamber of Secrets? No, we mean we we <laughs> yeah. pointed it out. We said like aha or whatever, but I feel like somebody should just be like horror, like just in the back. Aha, aha. Okay, I'll, I'll take on that. It's true. Yeah, wow. just record it, and then you can insert oh, it. Smart. Exactly. Okay. Um, so everyone took a nap except for Harry, because he was afraid that if he went to sleep, he would wake up and he would have attacked someone else. Um, can I just talk about how real that is? No, it's super, like, it's super when real. You, when you have insomnia or nightmares or whatever, and your body is like, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just not going to sleep. 
Because that'll make everything better. But in mm-hmm. actuality, everything gets worse. Mm-hmm. It does. Your brain needs to think long term and it's only thinking short term. And it's annoying. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. Go ahead. <laughs> Moment of silence for insomniacs. Uh, okay, yeah. So when Ron woke up, Harry pretended that he had gone to sleep, but, you know, he's a liar. Um, and so they, their trust <laughs> had arrived. <laughs> so Sorry. Rude. I know. I didn't but, really you know, mean that, but still. <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to give some colorful commentary as I skip over some passages. That's all. Um, so the trunks from Hogwarts appeared, so they were, or came to, um, the bur- or the borough are not there. Grandma Place. So they were able to dress as muggles um, for their trip to St. Mungo's. Um, it's great that Umbridge didn't hold that shit up, you know? But, you know, but really, like, right, I like guess because they they're stuff all Gryffindors, they but Donald could have just done that shit. And, you know, again, holding Umbridge off mm-hmm. in her tartan dressing gown. Like, what you want? Do you know the password? Or the fat lady just being like, password? <laughs> no, you don't? Mm, okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna get Ma'am. up in here then. Actually, but also like there, I've we've never seen a teacher who mm-hmm. wasn't McGonagall in password. Gryffindor Tower, I have we? So. It's not their business. It's interesting though. That's true. It's true. But like you know, and the the idea that like Although no McGonagall other teacher could goes get into, into can the, get into Ravenclaw. The dormitories is tower, interesting, um, but that's because she was a hat off Ravenclaw, so their little questions don't phase her not one bit. <laughs> no, it's true because she That's actually goes in there at the end of and Deathly Hollows. Oh yeah. You're Are you right, eating right. ice cream? I was gonna ask, and then I was gonna leave it. But this whole time, I was like, I've been thinking about getting the ice cream in my freezer. I know, because right? I, I got so ice cream in my freezer. That's literally but why. But also, 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 also admit I've been searching caviar for the past like twenty minutes because I'm well, hungry. It bees that way sometimes. <laughs> but I literally was gonna ask you, but then I was like, "Yeah, I like, I snorted seltzer and I needed to clean my Smart. face." So I was like, well, "I should have done that while up. you were up too." I've been thinking Might about ice cream well this whole time. Three scoops ice cream. It's okay. Um, yeah, because it's really hot in my room, even though I have a fan on and two windows open because I live in the projects, and that project heat is no joke. Um, so yeah, let's continue. Um, so yeah, so they go to. Or no, Deb had the great. Who had the great? That was Deb. Um, the okay. So um, wow. Now I'm really thinking about ice cream. So they are getting on the train um, on the underground to get to St. Mungo's. Um, Tonks and Mad Eye come with them to kind of guard them. Um, Woo. So Tonks doesn't really know how to take a hint. So Dang. she asks Harry about his vision that he just had about his best friend's Dang. father almost dying the night before and is like there isn't any seer blood in your family is there um and harry's like no <laughs> talks is like i suppose it's he's like right and that, like, and don't also associate like, me with professor this, trelawney like, really? thank you um and talks goes i suppose it's not really prophecy you're doing is it i mean you're not seeing the future you're seeing the present it's odd isn't it useful though like talks there's a time and a place and neither of those are now or here have some chill yeah. Mm-mm. She don't got no chill. So Harry doesn't answer, is, right. um, but 
Um, and when they come to the next stop and, you know, there's, like, the exchange of people or whatever, he makes sure that he is separated from talks. Um. But, like, that's so real, though. Like, how many times mm-hmm. have you done that? Been like, yeah, I'm totally listening to your story. Oh, my goodness. Oh, crap. We got just, we got, you know, separated and... It's just a struggle, like, oops, you on the other side of the room? Oh, man, I really wanted to hear the rest of that story. As soon as she's finished saying that, she took another bite of ice cream. Just so you all have a, an image. Clear picture head. of the shade level. Um, yeah. Um, so oh, My daddy's calling me. <laughs> oh, because I was like, why? He's is, the best. Was that a Harry Potter Why is our theme was song? A, yeah. Wizard, I was like, yeah. why is Wizard Team playing? That's yep. cute. Okay, moving on. Um, I should do that, but I actually never have my phone on ring, so that's fine. Um, so I don't either. I don't they get to St. Mungo's, or Harry tries to deflect by asking Mad Eye some questions about St. Mungo's. Um, and he says it wasn't easy to find a good location for a hospital, there's nowhere in Diagon Alley big enough, and we couldn't have it underground like the ministry because that's unhealthy. Smart. Um, in the end, they managed to get a hold of a building. Um, in London, the theory was that sick wizards can come and go and just blend in with the crowd. Um, so they leave the underground and get to a large old-fashioned red brick department store called Purge and Dow's Limited, which these names, man, it's pretty impressive. (laughs) Um, so the place had a shabby, miserable air. The windows display, the window displays consisted of a few chipped dummies with their wigs askew. Um, standing at random and modeling fashions at least 10 years out of date. <laughs> yeah, oh, wait, same. Now I'm thinking oh, of damn. the pilot of Doctor yeah. Who. Where all the, the, living the mannequins come to life. Awkward. Second plug, yeah. go listen to Tarbis. Um, large signs <laughs> on all of the dusty doors read closed for refurbishment. <laughs> um, Harry distinctly held a large woman, or sorry, heard a large woman laden with plastic Shopping bag, say to her friend, it's never open that place. Right, said Tonks. Everyone ready? So Tonks goes up to one of the dummies and says, Watcher, we're here to see Arthur Weasley. For a split second, Harry thought how absurd it was for Tonks to expect a dummy to hear her talking that quietly through a sheet of glass um, when there were buses rumbling along behind her. Forgetting that he is a wizard. uh, Of a street full of shoppers. Then he reminded himself that dummies could not hear anyway. Not that he lived in a magical world, but that not dummies that. couldn't hear. <laughs> Are you a wizard nah. or nod? <laughs> the nah. next second, his Are mouth opened in shock as the dummy gave a tiny nod, beckoned its joint finger, and Tonks had seized Ginny and Mrs. Weasley by the elbows, stepping right through the glass, and vanished. I'm like, how many times are you going to be surprised by like a magical thing that happens? Like, sure, you've never Every seen time this it's particular the first situation time. before. I'm like, sure you haven't seen this particular one before, but I think at this point you just expect that it's going to be some magical shit going down. Like, right? He has been. It's to the literally a ministry. magically hidden hospital right. in right. the middle of London. He's been to Green Got, well, Green Got isn't that hidden. Diagon Alley, where you tap the thing. Hogwarts. Fuck Express, going. He's surprised about what they're through walking through. They're surprised he's he's surprised he's walking through this glass door, but y'all literally run into a brick wall to get to school. Every single year. <laughs> Every year. I'm, I'm, I'm just... Same way. Nothing changes. But also, though, could you imagine, like, 
being a relatively healthy person. Not a Ravenclaw. Wizard, witcher, wizard, or whatever. Muggle-born. You don't have to go to St. Mungo's. And it's his fifth year. He don't know about St. Mungo's. And then you graduate from Hogwarts, and all of a sudden... Oxford. Yes, that's what Oxford? I said. Just, you couldn't let that slide. You couldn't let it go. I saw your face, and so I knew it was gonna. You couldn't let I it tried. go. Right, you. I tried to hold it, and then you saw it happen, and you um, just made me. Yeah, so you're a reasonably healthy Muggle-born, and then all of a sudden, Continue. you meet some hot dude who's like into dragons, and then you got dragon pox. And you're like, what the fuck? What do I do? I don't Yikes. know. I, I thought you were going in. You don't know about St. Mungo. And I was like, Robin, this isn't necessarily a family podcast, but I just, I was like, girl. Oh. <laughs> you're good. Well, Keep for other stuff, you can just go to the hospital. I mean, what's Dragon Pox? You don't know. <laughs> yeah, we do. It's the do um, we know how Dragon um, Pox Peruvian <laughs> something. It's a specific type of dragon. Wow. It's very true. I'm just saying herpes is very true. Always. I'm. I mean, you're not lying. <laughs> Wait, and why did she get a Connie? Why did she get a? Why did she get a? This so isn't exactly a family well. podcast. Well, because I was that actually was talking about brain, dragon no, pox. What I'm saying is that's where my brain was going, and I was gonna, and I was saying I was going to say something, but then I didn't because you didn't say it. But that's where my brain was already. So it. It is. It is rated Look, it's rated explicit, explicit y'all. <laughs> if you ain't supposed to be listening to this podcast, <laughs> not bring your kids. then you should be not listening to this podcast. Well, thank you, Amani. Peruvian yeah. Viper Tooths. That's, see, we're here. We're here. But I also just feel like, with, mm. why is it fifth year and he's learning about St. Mungo's is the whole point of that, but that, that is scenario. a good question. Right. In the, in the chapter, in the... Earlier in the chapter when he's in Dumbledore's office and Dumbledore's like, St. Mungo's Hospital for Magical Maladies and Injuries, like, he, it should already be I shorthand. Think, and, um, I know, um, and I know that it's exposition, uh, but it's shit. like, we've, yeah, we've heard like St. Mungo's, Mungo's before, but it's the first reference in this book, one thinks, other but time. it still was like, but only he knows Saint Mungo's, Harry doesn't know And I cannot six. remember for who. Yeah. But you know what, Maybe though? Maybe like, not Lockhart. Mm, mm-hmm. But... Oh, but definitely. it is too late for yeah. him to be learning about the hospital. And I think it's like one of those what, things where like... Even... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, it would have worked even better if it was just like, oh, they're at the hospital, and then we get the expedition by, they walk in, and someone's like, welcome to St. Mungo's maladies and right. mischief or whatever it's called. Mischief and maladies. That's not right. it. That's not it. No, I'm hungry. I'm tired. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Magical maladies and illnesses, Mm-mm. right? Injuries. That's close. Injuries. Injuries. Nope. Nope. Magical maladies and injuries. Injuries. My book done fell down there. I'm not picking it up because y'all reading. Yeah. So it's down there. I'm just going to go with the notes in my head. Anyway, the exposition could have came by them walking (laughs) in and getting a welcome, and we would have understood it was a hospital. Yeah. Ready to make Harry look like a complete idiot. Yeah. Indeed. (laughs) But you know, also at this point, it's consistent. So, so Harry just... figures it out. <laughs> True, it's key character <laughs> consistency is vital. So they go in because Harry finally figures it out, and movies like stop looking around like a dummy. Let's just walk inside. Duh. Um, there was no sign of the ugly dummy or the mannequin. Ugly. Um, or this. Well, it was ugly. <laughs> 
or the space where he where she had stood. They had arrived in what seemed to be a crowded reception area where rows of witches and wizards sat upon rickety wooden chairs, some looking perfectly normal and perusing out-of-date copies of Witch Weekly, others sporting gruesome disfigurements such as elephant trunks or extra hands sticking out of their chests. The nose... The room was scarcely less quiet than the street outside, for many of the patients were making very peculiar noises. A sweaty-faced witch in the... Tank. A sweaty-faced witch in the center of the room, who was fanning herself vigorously with a copy of the Daily Prophet, kept letting out a high-pitched whistle as steam came pouring out of her mouth, and a grubby-looking warlock in the corner changed, clanged like a bell every time he moved, and with every clang, his head vibrated horribly, so that he had to seize himself Aww. by the ears Hold it steady. But also, um, how? Just, how? Just, he what was were you doing? Man. He was cursed. What were you doing? <laughs> or Who came up with that? Or maybe, or maybe it's a magical illness. Someone could have cursed him. Rude. Right? Because, like, there like, are different illnesses for magical people than there are yeah. for muggles. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's, like, their equivalent of a headache, which is awful. Or and it fever. just feel Like, I can... Every time I read that one, I, like, can feel it. Yeah. Uh, or like a seizure. That particular one, every time I read it, I can like feel it in my head, and I'm That's like, I, I would thinking. never want that. Yeah. Yeah, because he has to like hold his head steady, and I can, like, when you have a really mm-hmm. thick headache, like, that is kind of what it feels like sometimes. Um, witches and wizards in lime green robes were walking up and down the rows, asking questions and making notes on clipboards like umbrages. Harry noticed that the emblem embroidered on their chests, a, a wizard and bone, crossed. How do you know it's a wizard wizard and bone? Yes. A wand and bone bone, crossed. Okay, yeah. But it was a wand and bone, but yes. Wand, bone, and harmony? Yeah. Wand, bone, and harmony? Sorry. Wand, bone, and harmony? I was listening to them last night. Um, Yes. Let's move on. Ship it. Um, doctors, Ron's like, I don't know what a doctor is. These are her healers. <laughs> that over reminds here, me of Doctor Mrs. Who as Weasley well. Over, over the renewed clan. Cl- Just because the, um, like the healers. The, um, the, the Sisters of the Infinite Schism. Is that what it was? Yeah. 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 Yep. The cat, the cat doctors. Yep. You yep, know, yep, cat yep. nuns? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, over the renewed clanging of the warlock in the corner and they followed her to the queue in front of a plump blonde witch seated at a desk marked inquiries the wall behind her was covered in notices and posters saying things like a clean cauldron keeps potions from becoming poisons and antidotes are antidotes antidotes are antidotes um, unless sorry, approved really by quickly. a qualified healer um, there um, was Laurel in the chat asks, how are these people supposed to blend in with the muggle crowd? Which is a good question. Maybe they can apparate into St. Mungo's. <laughs> there must be a second. There, Yeah, there must be a second entrance. And this is just like yeah. one of the many. Like there's, there's gotta be a second <laughs> entrance for the elephant man. <laughs> there was also a large portrait of a witch with long silver ringlets that were, that was labeled Dillis Derwent. St. Mungo's Healer, 19, 1722 to 1741, also headmistress of Hogwarts. Dilly, mm-hmm. Dillis, Dilly, I'm getting real personal. Dilly, Dilly. Uh, that's my our nickname for each other. Uh, was, eyeing the Weasley, <laughs> was eyeing the Weasley party closely as though counting them. When Harry caught her eye, she gave a tiny wink, walked sideways out of her portrait, and vanished. Meanwhile, at the front of the queue, a young wizard was performing an odd on-the-spot jig and trying, in between yelps of pain, to explain his predicament to the witch behind the desk. It's these ouch shoes my brothers gave me. They're eating my ouch feet. Look at them. They must be some kind of jinx on them, and I can't get them off. 
which is very fairy tale. Um, the shoes don't prevent you reading, do they? <laughs> said the blonde rich irritably, pointing at a large sign to the left of her desk. You want spell damage, the fourth floor. I just imagine her with this voice now. You want spell damage, um, fourth floor. I just, just like this is one floor guy. Next. Say that it does not surprise me that witches and wizards, like that the magical world does not have good customer service. Because why would they? Like, like nothing yeah, that makes terrible. sense. Yeah, or that is like terrible at all like, Fuck that. Why would I want to do that? Also, which is really funny because now I'm thinking about um, <laughs> when we were in Dublin. Like, I've always had like good or decent service in London. And like, and I've only been to London. I was like, in all of the UK, I've only been to London. <laughs> so, in London. But when we were in Dublin, I was like, well, god damn it. Y'all just not. But it was actually that one place. Shitty yeah, West. For... Don't go there. <laughs> yeah. And it was for some specific <laughs> reasons. Dang. Gotcha. <laughs> Having to do with mm. skin color mm. and S- private parts. <laughs> skin color. I'm sorry I wasn't like I was with you and then I didn't expect that to be the way that you described what happened but I mean you were you weren't wrong like it was true but I just didn't that's gonna be my new thing someone someone is being sexist and racist Um, at the same time I'm like skin color and private parts skin color and private parts alright let's let's Slash, I'm thinking about Hermione like at Hogwarts, like <laughs> crap. Where did all oh, my friends shit. go? Um, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna skip all of the floor. I'm gonna skip all of the floor floors for lack of time. Uh, but you can read them on page four. Uh, 85 of the hardcover in my version of what each floor does. Um, a very old stupid wizard with a hearing trumpet had shuffled to the front of the queue now. Uh, I'm here to see Broderick Bone. Unspeakable. He, we, um, we know him from somewhere. So, so... Yes. I knew Bayana would know. Just like, facts. look up and be so like, Bayana, really where's quickly, this person from? I think... So, Sturgis definitely was imperious. It may be when, um, remember when we saw Lucius in the Department of Mystery? Yeah. Department of Mystery. During the trial? During, yeah. during the trial. I, I think it was just... actually Broderick Bode yeah. being imperious. I think Sturgis got imperious separately. Or, like, got attacked oh, okay. separately. But Broderick Bode oh. is an unspeakable, so he would be able to go into the Department of, Myst- of Mysteries. Um, and so I think the idea was that they were going to send him there to get the prophecy. Um, but then, and we, I think, um, after the, spoiler alert, after the breakout, um, Voldemort learns that Roderick Bode knew, like, that he couldn't take the prophecy because the only people who can hold the prophecy are the people who it's about. Um, Touching and so because he knew that he, like, um, rebelled against it and then it, like, messed up his brain. And so that's why he's in St. Mungo's. Right. Dang. Jo- Joanne. Come on. Yeah. But also, is. the breakout is it's in this book? Down. Yes, I night. forgot it's in this book. Dang. So much happens. Um, but he's in, in Ward 49. I'm afraid you're wasting your time. He's completely addled. Oh, wait. I'd say it. Ward 49. But I'm afraid you're completely addled. He's, comp- you know, he still thinks he's a teapot. <laughs> Next. Even though British people absolutely. But Connie's from New York, y'all. And so she is giving us your (laughs) best MTA worker who has been, who's not here for it. I'm just imagining like the nanny or something. 
Um, so they're looking. Someone else shows up to the desk, and she's like, fourth floor at next. Mrs. Weasley moves to the desk. Hello, my husband. Arthur Weasley was supposed to be moved to a different ward this morning. Could you tell us, Arthur Weasley? Yes, first floor, second door to the right. Die Llewellyn Ward. Wow, I said that with the accent. It was difficult. Thank you. Come on, you lot. They all follow her. They climb a flight of stairs and enter the creature-induced injuries ward. Sorry. Uh, corridor this where woman the second floor on the... may not have the best customer service, but she knows mm-hmm. her shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, so you know what it was she funny? Exactly she like, said Arthur Weasley. You. Got it. And, and you know what's funny, too? You have to look that up? Well, no, she does. She looks at a... Um, she looks at a long list in front of her. And so initially I was like, why don't they have a computer? But then I was like, it's magic. So, oh, you yeah. know, in, in um, at LeakyCon, we <laughs> were in a panel, oh, about the Minister of Social Services. And I was talking about how, um, and I might have mentioned it on Wizard Team, actually, um, about how, like, sending out the letters to the students, like, when they're accepted to Hogwarts, is like a magical mail merge. And so I was like, she's just mm-hmm. using her search find but it's like magical <laughs> on this list, right? Like she don't have to really do much. She's just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. She just, yeah. You know, it's like the it's the control <laughs> it's the control F button, but like on also, paper and it's magic. <laughs> but also, it's his true. last it's name easy. is Weasley, really so it's like the bottom of unless the it's house. unless it's organized in a different <laughs> way. And as we know, um, <laughs> what we think would be the reasonable way to organize something is not <laughs> that in the wizarding world. So very true, right? Absolutely. So they go to the Dilewellen ward for from for dangerous Dilewellen. Wellen, I don't. I feel like some of those L's are silent, but I don't know which ones. Um, for serious bites. Um, wow. Why? Why? Um, Why? This was a car. That was that was rude. <laughs> no. No. Because no, no, no. Wait. There's a there's a no, clue fuck in you. here. That was rude. No. There's a clue no, in fuck, here. Not bad. But you know what I mean. That was mean. It was targeted. It was pointed to hurt me. It's fine. No, but but don't pretend like you didn't do it. You know what you did. <laughs> I do know what I did, but also I'm pretty sure that this chapter has like some sort of like literally the the book I was talking about earlier has like serious death clues. Like there are so many clues throughout the book that tell you that he's going to die, and I think that was one of them. <coughs> um, so the uh, Tonks and Mad Eye are gonna stay outside the ward, and Mrs. Weasley's like, "What are you doing? Don't be silly." Arthur wants to thank you, or Harry wants to stay outside too. But Harry's like, uh, "Mrs. Weasley's like, Harry, wa- Arthur would want to thank you." The ward was small and rather dingy, as only the one window was narrow and set high in the wall facing the door. Um, most of the light came from more, more shining crystal baubles. Uh, clustered in the middle of the ceiling. There were only three patients, Mr. Weasley, who was occupying the bed at the far end of the ward beside the tiny window. Harry was pleased and relieved to see that he was propped up on several pillows and reading the Daily Prophet by the solitary ray of light of ray of sunshine falling through the his falling onto his bed. He looked around as they walked toward him and seeing who it was, beamed. Hello, he said, uh, putting the prophet aside. Bill just left. Molly had to get back to work. And he says he'll drop in on you later. Like, your dad is in the hospital and you can't stay more than half a shift. And I'm not saying that on Bill's end. I'm saying it on, like, the goblins probably don't take no mess and are like, get back to work here right away. Um, Because they're hard like that. (laughs) Gotta break those codes, man. Yeah. 
How are you, Arthur? said Mrs. Weasley, bending down to kiss his cheek and looking anxiously into his face. You're still looking a bit peaky. I feel absolutely fine, said Mr. Weasley brightly, holding out his good arm to give Ginny a hug. I if only they could take the bandages off, I'd be fit to go home. Why can't you take them off, Dad? Well, if I start bleeding, I start bleeding like mad every time they try, Mr. Weasley cheerfully. Wow. Yeah, now I'm just thinking about um, other right. people who have he's, died he's, by um, uh, um, Nagini's hand. Like poor, poor old Bangs. Frank. Although I actually know, I think he got uh, a vodka dabber. Um, yeah, yeah. He, he got yeah. to go nice and... Yeah, he got... Yeah. Um, oh, damn. But I mean, Mr. Severus... Yeah, I guess so. Uh, just bleeds and bleeds. Oh, you said Severus. That's unfortunate. Wait, 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 you said Severus. I'm fine. I'm oh, fine. is that you, Robin? <laughs> yes. I, yeah, sorry, I, I heard the... Like, I heard the... And I preemptively Why are you moaning? It just... <laughs> my brain isn't serious. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's Pavlovian Yeah, I mean, also, point. I just... I love how um, cheerful Arthur is, like... He's like, yeah, you know, I know right? take it off, but it's not. Oh, I it's not. Oh, I could totally leave if I stop bleeding. It's oh, these damn bandages. Like, dude, you you're not healed. You're not perfectly fine at all. But okay, <laughs> I kind of love the. I also like, want to just go back to like my little Pavlovian thing. Though I kind of love that both of y'all were like, "Wait, why are you sad about his death?" Like, he ain't shit. If that was like a regular, if it was like a real human, like a like a, I was human, a little confused. Human, even it's still sad when a person dies, even if they are terrible people. It's true. I mean, I I I felt sad for a second, a long long time ago. That one time when it first happened. No, I mean when she said it, I was like, right. and then I was like, but <laughs> eh. you know, yeah. It's like, uh, but sad, half Nazi but, kind of. You know. eh. <laughs> so Arthur won't stop bleeding um, and he's like well I'm not as bad as that Aww. guy over there he's been by a werewolf and Molly Weasley it looks alarmed well, okay. like she didn't spend there, all so summer a couple moments. A like it's his fault that he got bit by a werewolf well, no, no 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 there's a there's a I don't think that she does it like that to be honest um so she says is he safe in a public ward shouldn't he be in a private room um, the Mr. Weasley says, it's two weeks till film full moon. Yeah. Um, the healers have been trying to persuade him two he can li- live an almost normal life. Um, and I told him that I knew a werewolf personally, a very nice man who fights, who finds the condition quite easy to manage. Um, what did he say? Asked George. Said he'd give me another bite if I didn't shut up. Um, so I do want to point out, so right, like, I don't really <laughs> think that, that Molly um, is saying it in like a, and like a well, I because I think that like I think there are different ways, right? Because I think I, she really said she says, "Is it safe?" Right? Like, shouldn't he be she be in a private ward? So it's more about like other people's safety and right. like, is it okay for him to be here and not? Because also he's he's a newly bitten werewolf, right? He's not Remus who has like lived with this condition for a long time and knows how to manage it. He mm. like just got bitten. Um, I also do want to point sure. out too that like Mr. Weasley's response isn't really much better because I think that a lot of times when people like first get sick the last thing you want to hear is i have a friend who has that he's doing fine also you don't really know he doesn't really know remus's position right like remus is not i was like like, i was like remus isn't he's adjusted to to manage (laughs) no not at all i'm like he's adjusted to like this is his life he's been dealing with it (laughs) since he was five so like sure yeah he's adjusted because that's just his life but like not that like 
it's he would rather yeah it's not easy to manage like he can't get his wolfbane potion anymore because snape is the worst he can't find yeah. a job he like there's just there's a lot of things that come with it that isn't just like oh you're not dying right so right but the reason why so i feel like they both are obviously coming at it from different angles but the way that Ron reacted to Remus initially, and obviously we've talked about the ways in which Ron sort of represents that sort of baseline, like, prejudice when you're, like, in do- like growing up with, like, these values that you don't quite realize are wrong until they're pointed out to you because you have a certain level of privilege, even though Ron wouldn't think that he does. But the reason why I was thinking about it was because the way Molly said it just seemed mm-hmm. like that's where Ron would have learned learned it from and obviously they're not terrible people so they do have a level of like respect and sort of like they're trying to help but it still comes off the wrong way and so when ron repeats it it's it it's still like tinted with like privilege that he doesn't realize he has he's just like get away from me like you're dangerous or whatever and he's here we can see that he gets it from molly and arthur who again aren't trying to say anything maliciously but are still sort of perpetuating the stigma against werewolves that poor Rima suffers from. Um, So Fred asks Arthur what happened. Um, Well, you already know, don't you, said Mr. Weasley. It's very simple. I had a very long day. He he said, I have a very long day. (laughs) Dozed off, got sneaked up on, and bitten. Like, it's not that simple, but okay, cool. Um, Is it in the profit, you being attacked? Asked Fred. No, of course not. The ministry wouldn't want to know a... uh, What... The Ministry wouldn't want everyone to know a dirty great serpent got Arthur. Got, uh, me, said Mr. Weasley. Um, really quickly. Really, it's gotten to the Department of Mysteries, gotten to the Ministry. They don't want, they don't want everyone knowing that dirty great serpent got past their security. Like, these are all the real responses. They got past Eric. (laughs) Fucking Eric. Eric. I mean, honestly, if it's after hours, Eric wasn't there because when they go to the when they go to the Department of Mysteries later, the, there there's no one at the security desk. Eric is again not there. He's not. No. Eric does not do overtime, and they don't he have someone to, to do night shifts. Passes forty so. hours, and he works nine to five. And it's a like snake, and the and way Adam you get built. into right, the ministry is through the toilets. So no, <laughs> yeah, it's true. He can't do nothing about the plumbing. <laughs> there is also that. It's also that. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so where were you when it happened, Dad? Asked George. That's my business, um, said Mr. Weasley. Because they're just so cozy. Like, again, this is why y'all, y'all aren't in a ministry. Like, I in mean, not order. ministry. In the order. Like, it's, it's clearly why. But the also order. the ministry. Um, but also the ministry. <laughs> So, like none Mr. Of that made it to the Weasley ministry. says, I was just reading about Willie, Wittish- <laughs> Willie Wittershin's arrest when you arrived. Um, Willie turned out to be behind those regurgitating toilets. One of his jinxes backfired. The toilet exploded and they found him lying unconscious in the wreckage, covered from head to foot in. Um, and then Fred, who doesn't care about criminals covered in sewage and, oh. and shit, um, asks if, no. uh, if Arthur was on duty. No! That's true. That's he a says good, hey, what? Hey, on duty. Fred doesn't care, but he also is here for the puns. <laughs> so, yeah, that's cool. Still pun game. Joe definitely. I don't did. think he it's did true. it on purpose, but Joe definitely She's did. A sick woman in more ways than one. Because Fred says, because um, Fred says, yeah, when you Robin say you're on duty, covered. In- <laughs> what were you doing? 
She is. She is. That was because she's eternally five years old. Um, <laughs> As am I. Yeah, I was just like, wait, Uranus. But um, <laughs> sorry, I prisoner. can't forget that yeah. joke from from mm-hmm. Prisoner of Azkaban when they're in divination. It's like yeah. I would also like to see Uranus. <laughs> okay, yeah. um, you heard your Five father whispered right. Mrs. Weasley. We're not discussing this here. Go on about Willie Wittershins, Arthur. Uh, which is Wait, like, again, you why you're not in order? You're just asking in like broad daylight in public about order operations. Like, sir. Um, well, don't ask me how, but he actually mm-hmm. got off on the toilet yeah. charge. Um, I can only suppose gold changed hands. Or information about a certain Hogwarts um, defense club. That's why he got off. Is because he gave because he spied on Harry for um, Umbridge in the Hogshead. Oh, facts, facts. Look at you making all these little connections. Um, facts on facts. You were guarding it, weren't you? Said George quietly. The weapon, the thing you know who's after? George, be quiet. George, be quiet. George. So Just I've been watching there. MI5, like, since, I don't know, George. all weekend. And um, also known as Spooks, but it can't be called Spooks in America because apparently that is, a, that is a bad word. I've never heard it used before, but it is a slur. Anyway, there are so many that ways good that we haven't. to blow someone's cover. Like, you get on the wrong bus, and someone you see that you went to high school with is like, Zoe! And you're like, no, bitch, my name is Allison right now. Could you go away? <laughs> like, there, you know, you, you forget to take off your wedding ring when you get home, because you're not really married, and your girlfriend's like, what's that thing? And you're like, mm-hmm. uh, oops, work. But you can't be like, I pretend to be married so I can catch a terrorist. There are so many ways to get caught up. Yeah. Your son blurting out. Your son is just like. But George is not even. Oh, that you were so. doing that thing. <laughs> yeah. Which also actually happened at MI5 when the stupid girlfriend was like, you have to tell her. With the- you have to tell my daughter I can't be with you anymore. It's like, but I'm a what? spy. Why would I tell a child that? That make no fucking sense. It'll make no fucking sense. I'm sorry, we gotta break up now. Why were we you can't, together? Because if you, you can't lie to my kid. Because he lied to her when they first got together. But he was undercover. He's but like, he's I'm a, a spy. fucking spy. I'm a spy. That's what he does. And then, you gotta like, little, that's, if that's, I'm sorry, if you know your dude's a spy, like, that means you're cool with lies. And you just gotta be cool with that. Well, like, she wasn't cool with it. She made just that found bed. out she had been getting lied to for a couple, for a while. Okay, and yeah. then you but, leave. You don't right. say, like, oh, okay, I'm gonna let you be a spy, and now she, you gotta tell my daughter. No. She left after. That's when you get out. He, he, he'd already told his daughter. Anyway, so she he tells her, because he gotta tell him mm-hmm. his real name. It's not Matthew, it's Tom. And then... The next day, the little girl's like, Tom, how was spying? <laughs> nope. Nope. Yeah. So that is also yeah, why in the movies key. and whatnot, the spies don't have key. families because obviously no. the children can't like, be trusted. How... No. George! We're in the middle of, can, like, also, stop. we're in the hospital, so homeboy over there, he ain't got nothing to do. He's been watching, like, he's been listening to the radio, he's bored as hell, he's obviously eavesdropping. Mm-hmm. Not because he 
Right. Mm-hmm. And not even because he particularly cares about you in your life, but because he's bored and there's nothing else to mm-hmm. do. And there's a whole big family just rolled up in here and he's spending the rest of his life as a werewolf. Might as well listen to what y'all saying. What y'all mm-hmm. got going on? Hey, yeah, y'all like, out here talking about you. Your redheads was talking. Just come on. Who is dead? Still Who gone. is technically still dead to the main public? Like nobody just, believes just he's alive. Um, anyway, okay. said Mr. Weasley in a raised voice. This time Willie got caught selling biting doorknobs to muggles, and I don't think he'll be able to worm his way out of this one because according to this article, two muggles have lost fingers and are now in St. Mungo's for emergency bone regrowth and memory modification. Just think of it. Muggles in St. Mungo's. I wonder which ward they're in. Um, yep. He looked He's eagerly like, around to as though right hoping to them. see a signpost. Let me check the floor plan. He's, bless his heart. Um, <laughs> Muggles so, here. Uh, didn't you say you know who's got a snake, Harry? Said Fred. A massive one? You saw it the night he returned, didn't you? Like, wow. Fred. Like, wow. I just, what do you... Here's my application to not be in the order... Fred and George Weasley. Right, like right here. Let's go ahead and submit that. <laughs> right. Like, um, that's enough, said Mrs. Weasley. Matt and Tonks want, are outside, Arthur. They want to come and see you. You walk can wait outside. Go on. Um, yeah. So they go Stop out. Stop brand new. Stop asking questions. What Mo- Molly so they go. Said. It's true. Um, so Fred, they go out and Fred and George pull out the extendable yes. ears. Um, because they're just nosy as hell. So they all, they all, and, and, you know, he's with Ron, Jenny, and Harry, and they're not much better. So they all take some, Mm -hmm. um, and they listen to the conversation. Um, they search the whole area or it's Tonks talking and she's whispering because she understands about being discreet. She's a spy. Um, Cause she's a spy. So they searched the whole area and couldn't find the snake anywhere. It just seems to have, van- to have vanished after it attacked you, Arthur. But you know who I can't have a can. snake to get in, can he? Um, I, that was about to say, like, I yeah, think Nagini could operate, and that is some scary-ass shit. It is. I mean, it has a part of Voldemort in it, and it's, like, alive. So I think, yeah, probably. Voldemort's soul. Yeah. So and really, Voldemort, I, like I think Voldemort was possessing it, Nagini in that moment. Like, I so, think he, like, sometimes is like, I'm just going to slip in here. Mm-hmm. And that's just triple Horcrux. Mm-hmm. That's why I was so strong on Harry. It was, like, yeah. layers on layers Oh, on yeah, layers. because he did um, possess homeboy Quirrell. So. Yeah, although that was slightly different because he didn't have a body. But I think, like, yeah. With, mm-hmm. with yeah, but Nagini, it's probably a little bit different. Yeah. But, yeah, I do, I do oh, agree yeah. that he's probably... Possessing yeah. her sometimes. Um, I reckon he's he a, it as a lookout he's a white to because he's not wait. What is it called? No, mm-hmm. white a ward, a ward. Oh, not a. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, why does she keep saying that? That's like, not what it is. is. He a, <laughs> like, why is he a white walker? Like, remember, because my brain is dead. <laughs> okay, I'm so sad. Dead. I'm trying to finish. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. So I reckon he sent it as a lookout, said Moody, because um, he had no luck getting. He's had he hasn't had any luck so far, has he? No, I reckon he's trying to get a clearer picture of what he's facing. And if Arthur hadn't been there, the beast would have had much more time to look around. So Potter says he saw it all happen. Yes, said Mrs. Weasley. You know, Dumbledore seems to have been waiting for this moment to, for the moment. Sorry, 
Dumbledore seems almost to have been waiting for Harry to see something like this, which, you know, he could maybe have warned Harry about or just, you know, told him before. Or such trash. Taught him occlumency at the very least. Would have been nice. Sent those books to Hermione and be like, you might need these this year. Wink, wink. Right. Told him the word. At the very least. And Hermione would have read those books in a week and would have been like, all right, Harry, this is a thing we have to do. I have a hunch. Where did you get that hunch from? I don't know. But I have it, so we're going to learn this thing called Occlumency, okay? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. be she is also knows how Where to be a Hermione? spy. A proper spy. Um, in France. She would have made all this make sense. Life. Anyway, mm-hmm. no, she's still in Hogwarts. Because oh, school's not actually out yet. Um, uh, she is yeah, not so literally reading a book enjoying the peace and quiet right now. I'm worried sure, about you Arthur. Know what? Now but lavishing in the peace this and quiet. This was probably, in like a weird way, the best thing that could have happened to Hermione. You know, because like the night before, she had a moment, right, where she was just like, I don't, like, why are my friends this way? And then she wakes up the next day and they're both gone. And like, of course, she's worried about Mr. Weasley, right? But like, at least then she also gets some time gets to herself. And like, with her black friends as well. <clears throat> a thing mm-hmm. yep she goes to it. but like i just yeah you know i think that yeah. having that time yeah. herself uh, away yeah. from away from ron and, and harry was i love was how nice cryptic y'all are i know we're really not good at it but it's okay it does a body um, good we're doing i'm yeah. on, i'm being not soon comes like come. okay so <laughs> of course he's or sorry yeah well said moody there's something funny about that potter kid we all know that <laughs> Mad I also love like that <laughs> Potter kid. Like such shame. Mad I That's such a like Like he's not wrong, but like also that's such a But weird. but we have to remember he's not it's wrong, true. but mm-hmm. also he doesn't know I mean, this he has, Potter kid. Really. he has not met but Harry. Yeah. He hasn't spent time with him. He has not actually met Harry. Like, he's met him once and was like, here's some old pictures. Thanks yeah, for saving right. my life. That's true. Uh, that's very true. Bye. Um, okay. Uh, uh, Dumbledore seemed worried about Harry when I spoke to him this morning, whispered Mrs. Weasley. Of course he's worried, said Moody. The boy's seeing things from inside. You know who's Snake. Obviously, Potter doesn't realize what Ugh. that means, but if you know who's possessing him. Um, Harry pulled the extendable ear out of his own, his heart hammering very fast and heat rushing on up his face. He looked around at the others. They were all staring at him, the string still trailing from their ears, looking suddenly fearful. As they should. Because when you start listening in on things, and I think that J.K. Rowling did this just because it sounds gross, but he's he's seeing things from you-know-who's snake. Yeah. Good job. Good job, Robin. Way to be mature. (laughs) I'm glad I wasn't drinking anything so I didn't have to snort <laughs> seltzer My again. for J.K. Rowling. Can I bitch her? She's technically in um, every I chapter. Mean you can, but I also... It's true, but I do need yes. a character. Well, I don't really need a character. Yeah, you okay, can, good, you can I don't, bitch her if you want. I don't... I didn't bitch We've a character, but I guess I do. No, I now have a character to yeah. bitch. Um, okay, so who's your MVP? um i told you i don't have a grudge against him i don't know why you're so surprised every time do you know you actually do you actually realize who the first person to make serious their mvp was on this podcast it was me 
don't think that you have a grudge against him. I think you have a grudge against me. <laughs> different no and you're using that's him to also hurt me. false where would you get that from you're using him to hurt me <laughs> that's not true at all like you have an obvious serious. hermione bias but okay hermione's in every chapter so she gets to get mvp yeah because it's true and how it works and how yeah. the whole process of yeah. voting works we yeah. talked this is a thing that we discussed and decided on before yeah. we even started so mm-hmm. i want to read you no, it's too late. So my yeah. my MVP is serious um, for being there when he was needed. Yeah. Um, shout out to him getting some company for Christmas. That's awesome. Um, and for putting his foot down and not slapping the hell out of Fred yes. when he should have. I'm glad he took a moment and like held it within <laughs> himself. He called upon the Lord in the same way that um, McGonagall the did Lord. when talking to Umbridge. Had to <laughs> just he just he was like. God, please yes. give me the strength to not what smack this kid upside his head. Um, He's and I going through a rough for time, Lord Jesus. Yeah. Upside please his head. grant me the patience. Oops, upside your mm-hmm. head. I said, oops, upside your please. head. And he, and he received Still it. Still my hand, Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he received it and it, and it, and it worked out. Um, so he's MVP. Um, we all know who Robin's MVP is. But can I explain mm-hmm. it now? Why yeah, can I give, like, Yes, we don't even need to talk about it. I said you could. Yeah. I just said we know who I, it is. I just okay. He's just yelling at me all the time because Are he was serious? there. He's <laughs> there for everyone. He's so supportive. He's supportive all the time. He supports <laughs> Harry, and then he supports some badass Weasleys. He lets them come in his house, talking to him all each way another way, and he's still supportive. And he is. He is. He is the best. Okay. And he made some pancakes! Okay. He didn't actually make no, the pancakes, didn't. but I love pancakes, and pancakes are my favorite thing. And so in my head, he also, he made bacon, eggs, and pancakes. They just didn't, she didn't mention the pancakes part. It was a secret, but he made pancakes. Connie, who was your MVP? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try next up! I'm going to also Robin. say serious, because I... Sorry, Please. go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, cause I, I, Dumbledore really almost like he, he, he thought he had it, like he thought he had it, but, um, he really could have made some alternate choices and like, he moves a little too slowly. Like even without all the lies for Harry, he's just like sitting there like, tell me more. And, but I said that Mr. Weasley got, got attacked and he's like, continue. Okay. But Mr. Weasley got attacked. Can we do something? He's like, let me think about this for a second. And then he gets up and he's like, oh, I'm going to send them off. So he moves a little too slowly to make the MVP, but it was, he was, he tried. Okay. He's not on the bench, I mean, um, um, Okay, so real quick, Amani made Fox um, <laughs> his MVP for being a real fantastic beast and the only True. one with decency good in, the, in the headmaster's office. Um, and then Ariana made a serious True. MVP for managing to babysit angry, confused, and scared kids. Um, I think she wanted so, you to read it like with more grandi- <laughs> grandiosity, like you do. I know, but it show. is late. It is for managing and, to and babysit angry, confused, and scared kids. The winner is Sirius Black. <laughs> okay, Tyra. I only have two photos in my hands. Um, uh, <laughs> I benched. I benched Dumbledore um, because he, none, nothing he does is making any sense. I do want to shout out his his um, 
his dressing gown selection for the night. That was that was on point, but everything else wasn't. So you know. But Prince also gets always. honorary. Uh, yeah, his homeboy MVP Prince hooked that. him up with that dressing mm-hmm. robe. Absolutely, um, dressing gown. Robin. Yeah. Um, I benched the Ministry Security, which then we found out Eric. He has the name. Um. <laughs> And I feel Eric. bad because I don't want to bench Eric per se, but I'm assuming he's like head of security. In which case, he should fight. He should really fight harder for more head count. Well, whoever I bench head of security because they should fight for more head count. Get more people in there. Figure out a way to at least not let you be able to apparate into the ministry. Mm-hmm. You can just apparate. You can't apparate in the Hogwarts, but you can apparate into the ministry. You can just apparate no to the center of government. Just boop. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, guys. Right, it's like walking right into the White Just House. Just going into like, the hey, Oval Office, wing, open door up? policy. What's up? Mm-hmm. Hey, Jeb. Bar- My brother's hey, Jeb watching Bartlett. the West Wing right now, and it's so great. Hey, Jeb Bartlett. Hey, Tommy, who's your in my head? <laughs> oh, sorry. Same thing. It's not. You mean who I benched? Creature. Um, <laughs> creature. Creatures benched for spying and lying and taking advantage of a loophole when he knows that that's not what Um, Ariana Ariana benched Dumbledore saying that he could have done better Amani didn't say anything at first and so I was just gonna say that like um, at first I was like we all know who he did it so that's why he didn't write it down but really what happened is that he wanted to write um, a sermon about it Um, that's actually what that's actually what he wanted to do he was waiting until the right moment to write the sermon He's so, so he says, and there's there are claps, and mm. he didn't write, he didn't put the you claps. You can read them though, but you there can, are claps. Like, read the you claps can. in there. Okay, you go yeah, ahead. Yeah, it's kind of. I mean, I'm not gonna clap, clap, but he said, okay, he said, Albus Percival, Wolfick, Brian, Trash, Ash, manipulative, callous Dumbledore, <laughs> for ignoring the Weasleys' pain, continuing the stupid ass not wow. talking to Harry plan. Forgetting everyone who could have actually helped, and he's still typing, so I think there's some more things um, that he has to say about how much Dumbledore is a trash human being. That actually um, should be weird. a shirt. Oh, sending, sending, and sending, and his sorry, sending Harry and his friends further into their trauma, which makes him more susceptible to Horcrux, defeating the whole purpose. What were you saying, Robin? Because we have some time. He's still typing. I was going to say, this should be on a shirt Imani is typing. I feel like we've said this before. <laughs> or Portia is typing. And we're killing Ariana, but we'll get to that benching later. See, like I'm saying, fam, he, the nuance goes right out the door. <laughs> also <laughs> Joe wrong, for defending trash. He was like, I'm throwing it out the window. Um, yeah, and also Joe for defending trash. Real. Um, yeah, Joe is also benched. Yes, for, for real life. But for real life. Other things. Um, cool. Thank you for listening. Um, next week we will discuss chapter 23 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, Christmas on the, Christmas on the Closed Ward, which will be a week before Christmas, so that's cool. Timing is great. Um, make sure to read and follow along. Let us know who you think yes. is real MVP and who is benched for the chapter. Join the conversation on Twitter, at WeBlackAndNerds, hashtag WizardTeam. Um, Follow Connie at Constar24, although you probably are already are already. She has like a billion followers. And also um, listen to check life. and then you can get <laughs> this all the time. Except we talk about Doctor Who and it's usually not three hours. And they're a little bit nicer to me on the field. 
But also time is but relative. But you know, space it out. Time will be wobbly. So, you know, maybe it is. Maybe it Absolutely. Isn't. I just realized that my my um, watch is so off. It's now yeah. 8.15 in the morning. My alarm just went off to wake up. Well, that's... I weird. thought it was an hour behind, and I was like, <laughs> I'll fix it later. Yikes. But then my alarm just went time off. Time to go to bed. And I was like, oh, this is in the morning. This isn't okay. Again. Okay. Time is relative. <laughs> yes, listen to Tarvis. Check out, check out Connie on New York. Oh, we we got that. We got past that already. <laughs> but you didn't say you could find her writing at the New York Daily News. That's important. Because this isn't the Tarvis um, agenda. She needs the But clicks. yes, go find Connie on the New York Daily News. <laughs> go to BlackGirlsCreate.org. Click it up for all of our content and follow us and talk to us. And let us know your But keep your fields to yourself. 